City is alive on 97.3. City 97.3. Accra. There can be no other 97.3. No need to change. Keep it tuned to City. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM. 7.3 If I don't love you, I miss the mark. So it all comes down to love. Stephanie, come and join me on this one, wherever you are. Oh. the song. Come on, sing, sing it. I said, oh, 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 it all comes down to love. Oh, 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 That's the only word. Let's sing it again. I said, oh, 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 it all comes down to love. Oh, Michael, you can come join me on stage too. Listen. Said talking heads talking to us on the television. Silver screen preachers, politicians, say they got the answers first, they want to squeeze us, send a little money, what a tax on Fix it with a prayer, fix it with a dollar, anybody out there ever want to holler, oh, oh, city breakfast show, rise above the noise. Self-help guru, got a best seller. Talk show host, got a drag queen bank teller. One nine hundred, look into the crystal. DNRA says you better buy a pistol. Made a little pill, but it might cause cancer. Just a cheap pill when looking for the answer. Now tell them the answer. Oh, 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 it all comes down to love. Wall Street, they make another million. Dinner on the back street, talking to your children. You cry for help, nobody listens. You lay awake at night, waiting what's this missing. Who can put an end to all the confusion? Open up your heart to the only solution. Oh, 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 oh. Remember, it all comes down to love. Oh, 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 oh. 
verse, last verse, when I was Africa, I said, sing it up in Joburg, tell it in Soweto. Sing it in the gold mine and in the ghetto, the blood of Hector Peterson, crying for apartheid. Tell it in Washington, the dream will not die. Bishop Desmond Tutu, Nelson Mandela, Martin Luther King, they only want to tell you. They only want to tell you oh, 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 oh. It all comes down to love. Love is the force that will drive you to achieve great heights even when you don't feel like it. Love people. Love what you do or do what you love. BB Wynans, welcoming you to the City Breakfast Show. It's Tuesday, the 9th of May. Thank you. 2023. Running from now until 10 o'clock. Michael, you can come join me on stage too. Listen. Said talking heads talking to us on the television. Silver screen preachers, politicians. <laughs> talking heads talking to us, silver screen preachers. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so what, what are we doing today? We're going to start the show this morning. Starting with business sense, and then I will bring you the newspaper review. My name is Ben Adavle, by the way. Thank you so much for giving us your attention. We will not waste it. Um, what I wanted to talk about this morning was very brief. It's called Business Sense, brought to you by ADB. Good news for you, those who want to uh, get a better deal. Talk to us about our special personal loan top-up, where you can uh, get a better interest rate. You can extend your repayment period or can maintain your existing repayment amount. Call, or zero, call us on 059-384-4898 or visit any of our branches. Give ADB a call and let's talk about the special personal loan topic. Alright, so let's talk about how to solve a problem. How to solve a problem from my approach to solving problems. Now, I think the first thing I try and do is to differentiate between a problem to be solved and an inconvenience to be tolerated all right so there are some things that cannot change and there are some things that are not worth your effort in trying to change now those are different from a real problem all right so for example you're working with somebody who can't turn up on time that's a problem right because that means that you're, you're always going to be late or there's somebody who's always dropping the ball that's a problem so the first insight is to to make sure this is actually a problem I mean, the way somebody's voice sounds is not a problem you can solve. I mean, you can just put earbuds in your ear if you don't want to hear them. But it's not a problem, the way they sound, all right, or the way they look. So we need to be clear in our minds what a problem is if we are going to be successful at solving problems. Now, Max Dupree, he says, the leader's first job is to define the reality, right? So you don't deny the reality. So once you, you, you know it's a problem, define it properly all right so what what are the dimensions of this problem is it just behavioral issue is it just financial issue but you need to define the reality properly denying reality is just essentially self-delusion right so don't deny the reality define it and then deal with it deal with it but define the parameters of the problem because if you don't define it properly chances are that you could swat a fly with a sledgehammer 
and that'll just be a waste of effort. So you need to be very clear on what the dimensions of this problem are by properly defining the problem. Then you can deal with it. You need to deal with the problem. Thank you. Don't deny the problem. Pretending the problem doesn't exist is just delusion. So deal with the problem. Listen. Now, dealing with the problem doesn't mean that you can solve it in a day, but at least you can begin the process of resolving the issue. Say they got the and this is very important for leaders. You need to understand how to deal with problems. And sometimes you need to recognize that you could be the problem. Sometimes the leader is the problem. You're sending wrong signals. You're, you're, you're giving wrong incentives you are promoting the wrong people or you are commending the wrong people so people are getting a different understanding of what you're really saying so a, a final point i'll make is if you want to solve a problem make sure you are not the problem so start with yourself okay it is not every problem that somebody is causing you could be the problem you could be the problem so that's what you do ask am i causing the problem am i am i sending wrong signals Am I, am I misunderstanding the situation here? Now, these things are very important as we try to advance in our lives, in our families, and in our businesses. That was a long one. Business Sense brought to you by ADB. Truly a Greek and more. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Come on. When I wake up in the morning, love, and my heart is filled with pain. Lord Jesus. So I head up on my face is all. ingredient of a lovely day is a decision to enjoy the day and it starts with waking up <laughs> so get up get going city breakfast show time check 7 6 27 minutes of the hour a poorly maintained car engine can age faster and waste your money that's why total energies is offering you the specially formulated quartz engine oil with art 
a breakthrough innovation that ensures optimal performance for engines, improves protection and me- against mechanical wear, and it gives your car engine can you walk the effectiveness and efficiency to last longer. While they pressing me and they testing me. Alright, so this is Kirk Franklin's impression of a song by Bill Withers. It was a lovely day. An interactive show 0549986996. That's our WhatsApp number 0549986996. Today is the 9th of May. It's the birthday of one of our best, best, best guys, Richard Mensa. OJ. Yeah, in chief. It is his birthday. Yeah. He, he always says that his birthday was soiled 22 years ago oh, by midnight. So it's so always a, a bit. And he actually almost he actually was at the stadium. The stadium. You yeah. Know? yeah, he was there to support Hearts of Hope. And he survived midnight 22 years ago. I was from Bagbajari. have many, many lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I survived a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. Survived yeah. World War One, World War Two. <laughs> 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 yeah. If I even survive another one, it'll be worth happen. <laughs> so I want to say happy birthday to our friend and brother. Yeah. Richard Mensa, a man of many nicknames, Thank you. a man of many parts, <laughs> and a giver of many nicknames. I tell you, <laughs> you can look at you and give me a name. No, OJ, OJ doesn't call, apart from yourself and Samens, OJ doesn't call anybody at the office by their yeah, yeah. And he just the name just drops. Yeah, this is where I'm the pay. Meanwhile, the person is called If you see a football, a, a football, I say, hey, Ben Dubati, come here. <laughs> Alright, so Richard Mesa, happy birthday to you. We really, really appreciate what you do for us at City. Such a reliable person. Always there, you know. He's always there. Mr. Fix it. It's always there. He's always there. So we want to dedicate today's show to him. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Happy birthday. In the meantime, we have some interesting headlines to go with, starting off with the graphic. Yes, Ben Andrew. They are discussing Galamsi and SF Cherry Facts. Daily graphic says that. Uh, latest casualty is firefighting. Mm-hmm. They've hit a snack. Galamse devastates water sources. Mm. Scale up operations with creative minds. Mm. Minister advises graphic. So we'll get into this. Yesterday, graphic was in the news okay. <laughs> with Anchor. <laughs> Laws on false reporting essential. Mm. This is coming from Professor Date Bar. And transfer unclaimed dividend to registrar of companies by September 2023. Let me take you to the finder. The big story says, don't use concrete to build motorway. Asphalt will save us some between 15 to 20% of the cost. This is coming in from the construction chamber. (laughs) Nkrumah will not be happy with it. <laughs> also, MPA cautions motorists not to buy fuel from tabletops. You know, they should enforce the law. Akufuado, a Canadian Prime Minister, hold bilateral talks and a Greek holds the key to jobs for the youth, according to Dr. Akotose. No, is that, is that, is that the name? Akoto? No. Akoto, a free... A free Akoto, yes. A free Akoto. Yes, forgive me. And the uh, first batch of youth start entrepreneurs begin training in 188 districts and according to uh, it's coming in from the honorable governor uh Kahira Hamun. from page of the daily guide welcome to the daily guide it's been a while hmm. baumia goes home, home for blessing hmm. yes he's in waliwali for <laughs> before, the <laughs> <laughs> before the battle but daily guy says he's there for blessing <laughs> very sad stories on the front page of the papers a pastor bends woman to death and oh. dc man arrested over journalist attack and parliament mm-hmm. set to grill new cj comes to the photo of a smiling justice gertrude Eraba Esaba Saki 
Tokonu. Thank you. Let me take you to the Chronicle. Professor Jampo warns MPP can break up if. Also, we are told tabletop petrol is adulterated. Stop patronizing it, according to the MPA. Also, a Greek sector will provide jobs for the youth. Free Akoto talking again. And five regions sensitized on Abidjan Lagos Corridor Highway. Finally, for me, Bernard, the front page of the graphic business. After heavy losses last year, banks returned to profitability. You were busy oh, with the banks uh, yesterday. <laughs> they said the banks have returned to profitability. We are in a hurry to always spin a good story. Yeah. Instead of accepting the reality that the banks are on their knees, we are quickly publishing first quarter 2023 to paper over the cracks. That's all we did do. Okay. Somebody, so, somebody who made a loss of $2 billion is not telling you that he's... But, but the CEOs are all here, they are smiling. Uh, they are all smiling, they look very happy. They said they have made money. Let, let me go to the new crusading guide. Uh, economy will bounce back. Uh, let me insert back with a Greek, Dr. Efria Koto, here on the front page. Also, Alan is the people's choice, according to Professor Kobe Mensah. Doma East MP extols energy minister. Is, I, I don't even know the new crusading guy. Where are they, they are going with their new headlines these days? Why? <laughs> you know, look, look all the stories. Doma East MP extols energy minister. Uh, and ECG boss. boss. Uh, economy will bounce back. Yeah, they are giving both fans. This is not a crusading guide of old. It's a crusading fans. <laughs> and if you go to the Ghanaian Times, oh, Lord. there's a story there that says that review sections of District Assembly Elections Act to address low voter turnout. According to the NCCE, landlord kills boy, inflicts machete wounds on father and the sister. And then also government targets 1 million jobs through entrepreneurial initiatives. Mm. Let me take you online. Citynewsroom.com do forecast for postponement of NDC primaries. That story was in the news this morning. <laughs> also, TUC to stage demonstration today over Sunon Asogli's refusal to reinstate sacked staff. In other stories, UDS management forms a committee to probe collapse building. 2% discount on fees, a kind gesture, not an obligation. This is UG and will not rest until government pays as pension or pensioner bondholders declare. So watch out for the picketing to continue. Uh, on City Business News, you start program kicks off 50,000 persons to benefit from initiative. And then we are told pensioner bondholders continue. They are protest at the finance ministry today. They say they will not rest mm -hmm. until... In fact, they are saying, borrow from T-bills to pay our coupons. This mm -hmm. is pensioner bondholders speaking to government. My journal online, Ghana School of Shame, a child's tears for a table and a chair. Also, I'm joining politics to show them how to do it. This is Professor Brenya. Mm -hmm. And then lawyers won't write exams for license renewal. This is Ghana uh, Law School or General Legal Council clarifying. I think there was a misreporting on this. And then um, <laughs> there's an interesting story here. 80 year old Dominic Phoebe wets young lady in ninth marriage. Shall <laughs> 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 I saw the photos yesterday? <laughs> Man must live. And then, <laughs> and then um, UDS <laughs> to set up. Biblical support. <laughs> UDS sets up committee to investigate the collapse building. I just want to give you a few uh, more stories this morning. In Malawi, just uh, on the Africa side of things, in Malawi, a court has ordered schools to allow dreadlocks. Yeah. Remember the Motown matter? Yeah. yeah. So there's a, a story there. And then if I go to the eastern part of the continent, 
we are told that airstrikes continue to rock Sudan. So this is like the fourth week of fighting mm-hmm. between two groups, which is showing no hope of, of stopping. All right, so where do you want to start with? In fact, there's a story that um, I want to start off with for people this morning. It has to do with uh, fuel. Oh, really? Um, yes, uh, I thought that maybe because people uh, like b- buying all kinds of things because oh. the cost of fuel is almost very high these days. Uh-huh. Um, the Chronicle has that story. It says that tabletop petrol is adulterated. Stop patronizing it, <laughs> according to the MPA. Tabletop uh, petrol. Yeah, exactly. The story says the National Petroleum Authority, NPA, has urged motorists to stop buying petroleum products from uh, unapproved retail outlets such as table talks. According to the NPA, such products uh, which are smuggled into the country through unauthorized uh, routes, mainly from Togo, are adulterated and can damage vehicles. Hmm. The petroleum products are filled in gallons and conveyed mostly on motorbikes uh, to their Ghanaian customers who in turn fill the fuel in bottles for onward sale on tabletops. Now, the Volta Regional Manager of MPA, Mr. Godwin Yaokunu, hmm. uh, who made the call at a media engagement in Ho on Friday last week, said the MPA could not guarantee the quality of such petroleum uh, products. Now, he warned that in case of damage to vehicles as a result of the use of such unapproved products, the MPA could not help the affected motorists to seek redress. Kunu therefore advised motorists to buy petroleum products only from approved retail outlets. Now, as a proactive step, Mr. Kunu indicated that the MPA had, in collaboration with the security agencies, embarked upon swoops in the Ketu South hmm. and Ketu North municipalities in the Volta region and arrested some of the smugglers. So he also advised residents of Volta and Oti against smuggling of fuel to togo yeah it was in the same program mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. this was in relation to exactly some of the, the chronicle has um, an editorial on it fuel uh, smuggling yeah that's right i uh, see fuel i see you are very serious about this fuel yeah, matter exactly today. because Charlie, you make one mistake it goes into your vehicle you well the graphic is talking about the galamsey fight that's not working yes it says uh, the firefighting approach hits a snag yes so uh no this is actually firefighters who are complaining okay, okay. yeah so uh from the western region doche kobla club which is reporting mm. that firefighting operations in parts of the country are the latest casualty of illegal mining mm-hmm. uh, according to officials they say the consequences of galamse have gone beyond merely polluting water bodies and sources and now impacting water availability mm. and the right volumes for fire emergencies now, according to the western regional fire command said um, so there isn't enough water to even do firefighting. Yes, the fire command said the points of collection of raw water from rivers in emergency cases were heavily silted and had a high turbidity level that had become a danger to <coughs> firefighting hmm. lives and property in the event of an emergency. Wow. Well, I thought the approach they were using to fight Galamse was a firefighting approach. No, but let me give you a story here. VRA Nadmo to embark on dam spillage simulation exercise, and this story says the Water Authority, in collaboration with the National Disaster Management Organization, will on Thursday embark on a dam spillage simulation exercise and uh, this forms part of uh, VRA's emergency preparedness plan for the Akosombo and Pond dams to enhance the readiness of state agencies to respond to emergencies arising from the release of significant amounts of water from the dams. The ex- exercise will take place at the Asujaman, Norton and Adan East District, three of the nine districts most likely to suffer severe damage in an unlikely event of a dam spillage and will involve total evacuation, search and rescue as well as compulsory and voluntary evacuations. This is actually a very good thing they're doing. Now, let's let, me, let me take you to some business stories. They have a lot of big business issues. So All the right. banks, mm. and I think you also have a couple. Yeah, uh, yeah I wanted to start with politics, though. Okay, okay. Yeah, Dufour is calling for postponement of NDC okay, primaries. Okay, then let's do politics. Uh, uh, this is citynewsroom.com, a, a flag-bearer aspirant of the NDC uh, presidential, 
Dr. Conrad Dufour is complaining of some discrepancies in the party's voter register ahead of the Saturday primaries. He's calling on the national executive of the party to postpone the upcoming presidential and parliamentary primaries scheduled for this weekend, May 13. In a letter to the general secretary of the NDC, Dr. Dufour's campaign team says the call is based on the incomplete and inaccurate delegate register expected to be used for the elections. Now, head of research and strategy for the Dufour campaign, Kofi Kukubo, who authored the letter, says the postponement will give ample time for the register to be cleaned. Well, the NDC have a response to that yeah. on page 19 of the Daily Graphic. And the head of the NDC Elections Commission, Kakra Isamwa, has said concerns raised by raised about the accuracy of the party's voter data ahead of Saturday's flag-bearing parliamentary primaries were being addressed to ensure fairness to all involved. Subsequently, he said a press conference has been scheduled for Thursday to communicate officially to the public and to allay any possible fears. Now, the Daily Graphic has done some good work also on page 17. Yeah, they are looking politics. at some very, very competitive parliamentary uh, seats mm -hmm. and they are looking at Kung Kataman, so uh, where three out of the five persons who filed to contest are not new. Mm -hmm. uh, Ningo Pram Pram, where Joseph Akwetetete is trying his luck again against the incumbent uh, Nati George. Mm -hmm. You have Ebi Bright, mm -hmm. who's now an aspirant for Tema Central. Uh, you have a battle in Tema East, Tema West, and Tema Central. And then finally, the Daily Guide is reporting that the Vice President, Dr. Mm -hmm. Mahmoud Baumia, mm -hmm. has gone home for blessings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, says that has been engaging stakeholders and interest groups uh, in the area, the vice president was given a triumphant reception by his kinsman in Walewale mm -hmm. in the northeast region during a visit. It. Says the vice president was startled mm -hmm. when he was received by locals on motorbikes really? mm -hmm. who ushered him into Walewale. There's a lot of stories on this area. So, for example, Graphic has a story on page 18 mm -hmm. that Baumia is the best choice for MPP. Break the eight. They are quoting Ali former Maga. MP Ali Maga. Then Dr. Kobi Mensa is talking about alan he says that alan chairman is the one who's likely to win the mpp's uh, primary let me read that for you did a crusading guide he says alan is the people's choice a political marketing strategist and lecturer at ugbs professor kobe mensa has indicated that the massive turn up for the Druze who walk by alan is an indication that alan is the people's choice i'm just giving you a raft of stories so some are talking about baumia some are talking about alan everybody is also in the news yeah he is saying that the agri sector holds the key to creating jobs for the youth meanwhile the government is re uh, peeling off uh, what do you call a subsidy yeah so the ministry of agri has announced that it is suspending the subsidy for its flagship planting for food and jobs program mm -hmm. which has been in operation for the past six years the decision follows the appointment of Bani Champon as sector minister who has expressed his interest in finding a more sustainable way of financing fertilizer and seed for farmers instead of the expensive annual subsidy currently in place. Well, meanwhile, the, the former minister himself has uh, noted that Ghana only needs to make the right investment to provide uh, productivity, increase yields to achieve the objective. It uh, goes on to say, that according to him, job opportunities in the agriculture sector are enormous, mm. including industrialization, agro-processing, among others. Uh, he would do that if he becomes president. Well, the PFG program was criticized for hoarding, mm -hmm. smuggling, mm -hmm. corruption, hey. which led to contracts being awarded to distributors who supply substandard inputs without any monitoring systems. Last year, the Peasant Farmers Association alleged that contracts were awarded to fertilizer distributors who supply substandard and poor quality 
uh, inputs to farmers but still receive payment from the government. I think now, since the PFJ's inception in 2017, the Ministry of Agriculture has reduced subsidies on fertilizer from 50% in the last five years to an unprecedented 38% in 2021 crop season. In the 2022 crop season, subsidies dropped for as low as 15%, leading many stakeholders to question whether the program had reached an anticlimax. Meanwhile, despite this challenge, the PFJ has reportedly contributed to the growth of the agricultural sector in Ghana. And this was at the launch of a financing scheme called GESA last year, where the former minister stated that the value of food commodities produced under PFJ was worth $6.1 billion. I think he has to address these. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the government has to give us a report on what exactly the level of corruption was. What and the other point is, the new minister is saying he doesn't think it's sustainable. This was the main government flagship. This is the government campaign promise. Yeah. So is it that the money is finished or that the program ab initio was flawed? Yeah, that's, we have to look into that matter. It's a very serious uh, you know, allegation against such a, a flagship program. So we have yeah, to look into yeah. it. Meanwhile, Professor Jampo is warning MPP that they can break up. Now, the story is by Agnes uh, Ansar in the Chronicle, and it says an associate professor at the Political Science Department of the University of Ghana, Professor Ranford Jampo, has cautioned the New Patriotic Party not to impose any flag bearer or parliamentary candidate on constituents in the upcoming primary, since that could break up the party. And according to him, the leadership of the party must ensure, ensure that the electoral processes are not skewed mm. in favor of any one particular candidate. Mm. Now, if you stay in that particular From the, yeah. Chronicle, there's a, an article written by mm -hmm. the Honorable Daniel Dugan mm. and he is saying that it's time to scrap special delegates conference and adopt endorsement system. I think those who are interested in mm. internal elections within the MPP would have to read that article. Let's let, move let to business. You, let me give you two quick banking stories on the front page of the graphic business. So, uh, on the front page, Charles Bolinukan writes that banks return to profitability. Since the first quarter, results of banks have shown signs of recovery after a large majority of them suffered heavy losses on account of the crippling domestic debt exchange program. It says partially on the account of the DDP and the difficult economic situations which slowed business activities. Ghana's banking sector went into deep distress after posting heavy losses at the close of 2022 financial year. That threatened the sector's stability. In spite of the heavy losses, which totaled over 6 billion Ghana cities, the recovery has been swift with most banks bouncing back from their losses and declaring profits as first quarter analysis of the banking sector has revealed. Now, if you go to page uh, 26 of the paper, however, Emmanuel Bruce writes that debt crisis hits hard at banks in 2022. And uh, he quotes an interview with uh, banking expert and consultant Dr. Richmond Etiahin, who says that the sector was in a dire situation as the losses and drop in capital of the banks would affect credit industry and also limit the bank's international trade. He said that banks have been constrained by the losses which would cause credit in industry to dip. Quote, industry will not enjoy the credit facility they used to enjoy because if a bank has no capital, it will be very difficult to continue to lend money. Okay, so well, the pensioner bondholders mm -hmm. are asking the government to borrow from T-bills to pay their coupons. Well, there's already a caution hmm. regarding T-bills. So this is City Business News. The pensioner bondholders forum is suggested to government to borrow from the treasury bills market to settle all outstanding coupons and principals on their bonds. The government has failed to pay 19 coupons and three principals since February after exempting the pensioners from the domestic debt exchange program. Convener of the group, Dr. Edouard Anienchi, in an interview with City News, said the government must find the money to pay the pensioners whose livelihoods have been adversely affected. Okay, Bernard, let me take you to some stories in the Ghanaian Times. So the first one says government targets 1 million jobs through entrepreneurial initiatives on page 12 and is by Claude Nyako Adams. Says the government has targeted 
highlighted the creation of 1 million jobs within the next three years through entrepreneurial initiatives to advance the country's development. Minister for Trade and Industry, Katie Hammond, has stated now to this end, he said the government was focused on providing the requisite training to build the entrepreneurial capacity of Ghanaians to enable them to seize income generation opportunities and help address unemployment. Now, he was speaking in Accra yesterday during a working visit to three training centers providing skills training to entrepreneurs under the Ghana Jobs and the Skills uh, Project. Now, if we are told that about 7,420 participants are mm. being trained in... Actually, North. there's a picture of KT Hammond in uh, a program launching... Uh, yes, and I, I thought that was interesting because I hadn't seen him uh, in public doing the minister work uh -huh. yet. So on page 34 of graphic, one million jobs pledged under you start achievable. This is Katie Hammond. Mm -hmm. And the Minister for Trade and Industry, Kobinata Hir Hammond, has emphasized the resolve of the government to use the U-Start Ghana jobs and skills project to establish a solid entrepreneurship regime that can support and accelerate the development of the economy. Okay. And um, he was speaking... He was touring some U-Start training centers in yeah, Accra yesterday yeah. and observed that given the intervention made under the U-Start initiative, the government would be able to achieve its 1 million jobs pledge in three years. His photograph here with the uh, chief executive of the Ghana Enterprise Agency, Mrs. Kosi Yanki Aya. Okay, but let me take you back to the Ghanaian Times. There's a story on page 19. You know the KJTF fire that we're all worried about? Yeah. We're told that the uh, report of the committee that investigated the matter has, has been presented to the minister. And the story by a Times reporter says that the five-member committee set up by the Minister for Local Government, Decentralization and Rural Development, uh, Mr. Daniel Bucci, to probe the fire that gutted parts of the newly constructed KJTF market in Kumasi Asante region, has presented this report to the sector minister last uh, this was done last friday now the committee chaired by professor uh, theophilus J. Kumi, a lecturer at the department of construction technology and management at the Kwame Nkrumah university of science and technology as chair mr francis hmm. kofi uh, private legal practitioner and uh, what what are, what committee is this the kjtr fire uh, because i thought it was another committee in uds to also look at the collapsed Oh, okay, that's a different, that's a different one. one. Uh -huh. this, so this is to look at the KGTF. Yeah, you know the new one that was built yeah. on the Mahama, mm -hmm. and, you know, apparently parts of it got burnt. Yeah. People had to jump from first floor, second floor. Wow. Yeah, that's oh, right. I don't remember. So this committee yeah. is to probe that fire. Yeah, that's right. And they have presented their report to the minister. The minister says that he will look into the report and ensure that... This well, UDS has also uh, inaugurated or will inaugurate a committee today to investigate mm -hmm. the cause of the collapse of a six-story building at its city campus at Saginarigu. The okay. six-story building, which was under construction, collapsed on Saturday, May 6th, after a rainstorm. It was expected to serve as a lecture hall or lecture hey. house for, upon completion. Hmm. This is serious. Okay, a uh, quick one, Bernard. So, you remember the declaration of MTN as a significant market power? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, the smaller telco said they have saved 86 million Ghana cities, well, at least according to the NCA. Uh -huh. Now, the NCA, however, has been explaining that it is not clear whether the non-SMP networks have plowed back their savings into their operations to better their network service and improve their market share over time to enable the generality of Ghanaians to also benefit largely from reduced tariffs. Um, so that's one. Mm -hmm. And then the final one I want to link to something I'll discuss later is the absence of indoor sports facilities in Ghana. That's at the back page of the graphic business, a major concern for sports economy. We just don't have enough recreational spaces. A few things on business to note. note. So NP MTN, Scancom PLC, has given a notice of its 2023 annual general meeting which is happening on Tuesday, 30th May. Mm. Fun Milk is also organizing their hybrid annual general meeting. I'm just saying these things. You see, a lot of times, mm -hmm. public listed companies, which are more interested... What their agency? Because that will tell you 
how the economy is affecting these businesses. So we are going to keep an eye on 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 those two. And these are major players. Yeah. Yes. And, and Bernard, quickly before I go to, let me um, draw your attention to a story on page three of the Ghanaian Times that says GIS intercepts eight hundred parcels of Indian hemp. Oh boy. Jehovah, yes, okay. so, and this one is still in the water. I don't know why the people. Who no, the ground is fetter. <laughs> <laughs> the, the ground is fetter. So, where was he going? Where was he coming from? So, the, the parcels of India, blah, 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 blah. Okay, I was trying to look at the way it's coming from, but it was in the water region, you know, at a cave. Where? A cave, cave, or oh, is it cover? How can a place called Kiev? You power. Yes, can you call a place Kiev? Yeah, that's right. So, 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 so they were smuggling it inside or out? Yeah, Kiev or Kave. Uh, I think the people would know the name of the place. At an unapproved route along the Shia and Niva border. So the parcels. 800 out. parcels. 800, 111, 800. The, the whole water is just a weird <laughs> farm. <laughs> The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. It's a minute to seven city business news coming up next. What do you do when you run out of fuel in your vehicle? Do you just stop up anywhere? Don't do that. Let's introduce you to the good energy family. Gold Super XP on 95. Diesel XP are the best quality fuels with high performance in town. Uh, Super XP on 95 is high grade fuel sold at the same price as normal fuel. And our diesel XP is low in sulfur, making it an eco friendly option for your vehicle. So, next time, visit any of our over 440 stations across the country. Goil Good Energy. MTN is also proud to be associated with the City Business News. We're informing value customers who haven't registered their SIM cards with the Ghana card to do so because if you are unable to do this all unregistered phone numbers will be disconnected permanently by 31st may complete your registration with a ghana card gps address and your unique code at any mtn service center register your sim card to avoid disconnection mtn everywhere you go Vivian Kaluk is back on the business drive. Good morning. Good morning, Bernard. We'll start with the Pensioner Bondholders Forum because they are expressing concern that the government continues to hold investors' funds for months without paying interest. Now, the government has failed to pay 19 coupons and three principals since February this year after granting the pensioners exemption from the Domestic Debt Exchange Program. This lack of commitment on the part of the government has compelled the group to once again begin picketing at the Ministry of Finance. Now, the convener for the group, Dr. Edu Anani Entry, tells City Business News that this complete disregard for the investors by the government is unfortunate. We have 19 others, which is starting from 13 March up to now, which has not been paid. And then three principals. The first principal was due on 20th February. You are keeping people's money for more than two months. You keep people's money for 77 days without interest. If you can't even pay that, I think government should have come out and said, look, can I roll over this principal for a short period? Then investors will get interest on the rollover. But to keep people's money for 77 days without interest, at this current inflationary uh, situation that we are in, you can't keep investors' money like that. Look, investors must be respected. Investors must be respected in this, in this, this, this country. You can't do that. And for you to be unconcerned and allow all this thing to happen is very worrying. So even if that trade is paid, 
we will be having 19 coupons that are in arrest. It is. That was a convener for the Pensioner Bondholders Forum, Dr. Edu Anani Entry. When all the pensioners will continue to picket at the Finance Ministry to force government to pay them their coupons. Now, the Dean of the University of Cape Coast Business School, Professor John Gatchi, is calling for stiffer regulation to ensure fiscal dominance by the government is checked. This, he explains, will help the central bank maintain its independence as the situation over the years has undermined the work of the central bank in playing its complementary role to engineer economic growth. He also maintains that fiscal dominance by the government is the biggest problem facing the execution of monetary policy by the central bank that's the need for it to be checked here's professor john gachi speaking on the issue regulation has not helped us over the years there have been weak regulation uh, environment the bank of ghana has not uphold that independence that is imposed on it by the constitution uh, as a result of that we have seen escalation of uh, fiscal dominance that is the reason why we see the Bank of Ghana itself lending excessively to the government and government fiscal management has actually undermined uh, all the measures that the Bank of Ghana has taken over the years to correct uh, the difficulties of the economy. Uh, there have been regulatory enticement to the banks and there will be regulatory imposition. Uh, so as a result of that, the Bank of Ghana itself has a problem, and uh, I'm not surprised, even though uh, we do know that there is um, a, a normal engagement with some experts into the bank to support the bank's activities. But I'm not surprised that the Bank of Ghana now is talking about signing an MOU with the IMF to ensure that they don't lend the government of Ghana, so to say, uh, in line with the, the law. So these are challenges with regulation. So we need to fix the regulation propriety of the central bank. That was the Dean of the University of Cape Coast Business School. Professor John Gachi. Now, the Minister of Trade and Industry, Katie Hammond, has reiterated government's commitment in providing employment avenues for the youth. Although the minister maintains that the government is challenged in providing 100% employment for the youth, the Ministry of Trade and Industry, through the Ghana Enterprise Agency, is ensuring that other capacity building ventures and startup capitals are made available for upcoming entrepreneurs. Katie Hammond made these comments during a tour of some selected U-Star training centers in Accra to facilitate the commencement of the program which promises to train over 50,000 youth across the country. We expect that by the end of this first stage of the component that she calls uh, uh, component 2-1. Then they got various components, but this is the first level of the second component. By the close of uh, the exercise, we would have been able to train about um, 50,000 um, people, uh, 50,000 youth to be able to engage in their respective enterprises uh, uh, in their respective capacities. That's what is taking us, uh, us here. The government is going on a, a, a drive to ensure that uh, there is uh, employment in, in the country. We couldn't say that full employment. I'm not sure any economy that talks about full employment. It is, it is governmentally and humanly impossible to create 100% uh, employment. But then again, it's also the case that governments uh, try to put uh, um, steps in place, uh, try to put measures in place, uh, which at least uh, will go to uh, some extent to ensure that there's a level of uh, employment in the country. Uh, we all appreciate that the U 
youth unemployment, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. Many years ago, the situation wasn't like this. But of course, with the expansion and growth in the population, you expect situations like this. This is what government is trying to ameliorate. Minister of Trade and Industry, Katie Hammond. Meanwhile, the Chief Executive Officer of the Ghana Enterprise Agency, Kosi Yankee Aye, highlighted the stages of the training and urged participants to take full advantage to enhance their competencies. So the Youth Start Intervention really falls under the Ghana Jobs and Skills Project, and the goal is to provide entrepreneurship training and competitive startup grants to the youth of this nation. Um, when we started the program, the focus and the goal was not to only look at access to funding, but to look at access to technical assistance, which is the training, access to how we can build them to access better markets, to get better um, quality products, and then those who are able to successfully go through the project to be able to access some funding. The target for this first phase of the intervention is 50,000 beneficiaries who will go through the various training programs. The initial training is the basic, which has started in almost every district. And then in all those districts, we'll be going taking through basic for those who either have an idea, those who want to start, those who have started. So there are different levels of beneficiaries within this project that we are working on. Those who are successful, those who are committed, those who are engaged will then be moved on to the intermediate level where they would also receive some form of training within a period of 10 days. And the final leg is the advanced training where they would also get some mentoring and coaching and support. But Kusiyanki Aye is the Chief Executive Officer of the Ghana Enterprise Agency. Now, the Chief Executive Officer for the Ghana Investment Promotion Center, GIPC, Yofi Grant, has reaffirmed his outfit's continuous efforts at creating a favorable investment climate and attracting foreign direct investment to Ghana. This comes as the GIPC has been shortlisted again for the Best Investment Promotion Agency, IPA, in West and Central Africa award at this year's annual investment meeting. The annual investment meeting is a renowned conference that unites global investors, entrepreneurs and government representatives. Held annually in the United Arab Emirates, the meeting provides a platform for diverse sectors to engage in open discussions about the latest investment trends and opportunities. A statement issued by the GIPC notes that by leveraging its association with the annual investment meeting and engaging Engaging in fruitful collaborations, the GIPC is actively driving investment promotion initiatives, attracting capital inflows, and facilitating sustainable economic growth here in Ghana. It also notes that it remains committed to maintaining its reputation for excellence and further positioning Ghana as a thriving investment hub within Africa. Let's find out how the city is performing this morning. Let's go to the interbank foreign exchange market where banks trade among themselves. The dollar is selling at 10 cities, 96 pesos, recording no price change. The British pound gained 1 peso, is now selling at 13 cities, 84 pesos, while the euro remained unchanged, is also selling at 12 cities, 7 pesos. However, at some forex bureaus here in Accra, the dollar is likely to be sold to you at 12 cities, while the British pound is selling at 14 cities 90 pesos and the euro is going for 13 cities 10 pesos let's now join mark jordan sikanate of databank for the latest updates on the bonds market the ghanian treasury raised 2.57 billion ghana cities above the gross target by 40 percent at last friday's money market auction 
the 91-day and the 182-day yield increased to 20.26% and 22.83% respectively, while the 364-day yield advanced to 27.36%. On the secondary bond market, trading activity was vibrant in the past week as total volume traded improved over 200% week-on-week to 459.34 million Ghana cities. The data bank bond index lost 0.5% week-on-week to 96.53 points with an average yield to maturity of 9.84%. That was Mark Jordan Sikanate of Data Bank. Well, that's it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, brought to you by MTN and Goyle, also powered by citybusinessnews.com, our comprehensive business news website. Log on to that website to get some business news updates. My name is Vivian Kai Loco. The business news team returns at 1 o'clock for more business news updates. Do have a good business day. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Forty minutes past seven, getting straight to the spot brought to you by Shell. Shell has given us a way to go further and save money with the Shell Fuel Save. Its triple action formula improves engine efficiency, prevents deposit buildup, and protects your engine from wear and corrosion for extra clean, extra protection and extra savings switch to self your save today because extra kilometers go a long way and did you know that for over a decade Lechelle Savings and Loans has been supporting the investment goals of customers with attractive solutions yes we've always been a safe haven for depositors who value security as well as competitive returns with easy access to track your funds we offer flexible deposit products for 91 days 182 days and 365 days Open a fixed deposit account with us now. Call 0577-707-700. Let's achieve your goals together. Let's share savings and loans. A trusted haven for your investments. Benjamin Kitia is here with the sport. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, Bernard. Let's get into the headlines and match-fixing case involving Ghana Football Association and Ashanti Gold Football Club adjourned following cross-examination of FA General Secretary Prosper Harrison Addo. And it's a big night in European football. Real Madrid take on Manchester City in the first leg of the UEFA Champions League semi-finals. And in the NBA, the Lakers and the Heat take significant leads in the Western and Eastern Conference semis. Let's get to the details now. And Ghanaians will today commemorate 22 years since the tragic May 9 disaster at the Accra Sports Stadium that occurred during a football match between Accra Hartofolk and Kumase Asante Kotoko. The incident resulted in the death of 126 football fans and left hundreds more injured. Now, the day is observed with solemn remembrance ceremonies and calls for improved safety standards in sports and public events. Moving on, and the Accra Human Rights Court has adjourned the 
substantive match-fixing case between Ashanti Gold Football Club and the Ghana Football Association to Tuesday, 30th May 2023. The Obuasi-based club is challenging their demotion to Division 2 last year after being found guilty of match manipulation by the GFA's disciplinary committee. The miners are praying the court announce their relegation and compels Ghana Football's governing body to grant them what they describe as a fair hearing. Now, the lawyer for Ashanti Gold, Edward Sam Crab, spoke to City Sports after the cross-examination of GFA General Secretary Prosper Harrisonado yesterday. Ashanti Gold uh, Football Club uh, applied to the court that um, they want to cross-examine the General Secretary of the GFA, Mr. Uh, Prosper Harrisonado. So today the court... Um, granted that order and directed the general secretary to come to be cross-examined and the cross-examination has come to an end so the court has given both parties that is ashanti gold football club and the ghana football association 14 days to file their closing arguments or we call it uh, addresses and uh, report back to court on the 30th of May 2023 at 9 a.m. for a date for judgment. The court has conducted the case very well using the rules of court and both parties are satisfied as at today. Edward Sam Crab is lawyer for Ashanti Gold Football Club. Let's move on to uh, the Ghana Premier League match week 30 concluded yesterday. Eduana Stars were dealt yet another blow to their title ambitions after they played out a goalless draw with Karela United. Mediama Sporting Club were 2-1 winners when they took on uh, Bechim United. Now here are thoughts of Mediama head coach Evans Adote after the match. Football is all about setting objectives right and ensuring that players go by your game, your game plan. We started well, coming back from recess, everything turned against, against us, especially the substitutions that came, that came up. That was when we were two goals up, so there was no need to rush keeping two men up front. In this case, I decided to um, pack the midfield and ensure that we locate the lone striker up, up front, and that didn't work for me. So you had Evans Adote, he's head coach of Mediama Sporting Club. Betim United head coach Kasim Mingo attributed their defeat to time-wasting from their opponents. In the second half, we play about only 25 minutes. The 20, 20 minutes of wasted time on it. We were playing, we couldn't get football to play. They pack all the ball boys at one place. All I tell all the boys from, and when the ball goes out, we have to wait for some time before another ball comes for us to play. Association, this is not football. You are witness whatever happened today. Eh? I don't want to talk about officiating. You saw whatever happened. So I, don't, I won't talk about it. You are witness to it. Bechem United head coach Kasim Mingo unhappy there. Let's get to the league table now. Adriana Stars still top the table with 52 points. Mediama Sporting Club are second on 50 points. And then Bechem United are third on 48 points after that particular defeat. Brickham Chelsea coming up fourth on 46. Hearts of Oak are fifth on 45. Asante Kotoko are sixth on 44 points. So that's what the Ghana Premier League table looks like. Let's get to more Ghana Premier League related stuff. And former Ghana midfielder Yusuf Chipsa has called for a quota system to be introduced for locally based players to have a chance to play for the Black Stars. Now, Chipsa's statement follows the attendance of Chris Hilton and Masu Dramani at various match venues this season. Speaking to City Sports, the former Kotoko player emphasized the importance of giving opportunities to inform players in the Bet Power Premier League. 
the Black Stars or the national team is for all Ghanaians who are eligible to play. So it's, it's a difficult question to, to answer. For me, if we want, to, we want to create an opportunity, an avenue for our local players uh, in the domestic league to, to have places in the national team, then unless we have a quota, we dedicate a quota to, to the local league and make sure that out of uh, uh, 20 players every time in, 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 in camp of the, for the Black Stars, there should be a, a percentage, a, a 2% or a 1% quota dedicated to, to local players because we all know that not all players uh, get to play when they come. And uh, if, we want to be, if we want to be fair and, and judge the players by performance, then we will always go for players in, 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 in the foreign countries or in the foreign league because obviously uh, their performance are ahead. But we have local players here who are upcoming who needs to be to be given the opportunity not to play. I mean, being part of the national team also, it's a learning process. I mean, you, you get to mingle with the big boys. It serves as a motivation for you. So that is where I see the angle of giving a quota to the domestic league. So you had former Ghana midfielder Yusuf Chipsa speaking there. Let's move on to Europe now because there's a big game tonight. Real Madrid will be hosting Manchester City at the Santiago Bernabeu. Now the game kicks off at 7pm and Pep Guardiola, he is Manchester City head coach, he has been speaking. He says it will be a huge mistake for his team to focus on revenge after losing to the Spaniards last season. will be a huge mistake. We are not here for revenge, just for an opportunity. Yeah. What happened, happened in the past. So the past, they deserve it at the end because they want it. And always I believe in football, when you want it, it's because you deserve it. I'm going to say that we were not proper team to fight to reach the final next season. No, we were. We did everything, more than everything to reach the final. But football is not enough. So hopefully we can learn and play better than last minute or score the goals. That the incredible chances on where Courtois don't have the big night that they had in the both games or, or, or you know, or be better. So... The lesson we can learn from last season is not here to make a revenge, you know, learn a little bit what happened, to, to get a good result, to perform well tomorrow and, and give the, <coughs> the opportunity to reach the final open uh, in Manchester. You heard Manchester City head coach Pep Guardiola speaking there. Let's get to the camp of Real Madrid and let's hear from midfielder Tony Cruz. He was asked about their level of motivation ahead of the match. I mean, I don't know if they could be more motivated than last year. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's clear that that uh, that they have the goal to to win the Champions League. Um, I think uh, most of the players they have never did. So so it's normal that you are you know uh, it's it's nearly impossible to me to be more motivated. And you you felt it also last year because they had two good games. I think uh, maybe in the first leg they missed to have a, to score a bit more. You know to have a, to, to 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 come to Madrid with a better result. But even here they they scored the first goal and they were very close. And um, I think I expect the same motivation because I think more is more is uh, impossible. But uh, to be honest, we anyway we want it. We will be motivated uh, anyway. 
you had Real Madrid midfielder Tony Cruz speaking their big game ahead tonight. Let's now catch up with the English Premier League action from yesterday. And there were big scoring games in all the matches played. Fulham Football Club uh, consigned Leicester City to the relegation zone after a 5-3 thrashing. Now, Brighton and Hove Albion, they were also uh, beaten by five goals to one by Everton Football Club. The result means that Everton have also climbed out of the relegation zone. And then Nottingham Forest also ensuring that they will uh, probably be safe uh, come the end of the season also managed to beat bottom place Southampton 4-3 in a seven goal thriller so a lot of goals scored in the Premier League last night let's get to some NBA action to close it off the NBA playoffs are currently happening big results for um, the Lakers and the Heat last night the Lakers they were winners uh, by one possession against the Golden State Warriors 101-104 is how it ended Steph Curry led all scorers with 31 points but it still was not enough to power his Warriors to victory the Knicks also fell uh, to um, the Miami Heat 109 to 101 in that one. Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle failing to lift the Knicks up there. So 3 1 leads for both the Heat and uh, the Lakers. Very, very big task for the Warriors and the Knicks to overcome. That's all for this morning's edition of Kickoff. My name is Benjamin Inketia. There's more sports at citysportsonline.com. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Health Tidbits is brought to you by the Nyahoo Medical Center. Welcome to Nyahoo Health in the City. Taking care of your health is an ongoing process, and even small changes can make a significant difference. At Nyahoo Medical Center, we believe there is no room for compromise when it comes to quality of life. That's why we are committed to providing excellent medical care services to our clients. Remember to prioritize your health, engage in regular physical activity, eat healthy, and seek medical attention when necessary. In the severe case of any health emergency or surgery, our team of dedicated healthcare professionals are always here to provide you with the necessary support and advice you need to achieve your health goals. Call or WhatsApp us on 050-143-662 for further inquiries or follow Nyahoo Medical Center on social media for more health in the city tips. Nyahoo, improving your quality of life. Health Tidbits was brought to you by the Nyahoo Medical Center. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Come on, you 
Madonna, me on my own kutonu, obi areni wa obotu, asisa magin wa wohu. Osut na minchel, mamin pobun komobi, enkomo ni nareni de, obi ani wo ni wose. Na minchel, mamin pobun komobi, enkomo ni nareni de, wasamye masa. Semi tsunza mi hunza mi emumpo me dagindo suomuwa why we chichir mami nje baby tsuna mi chen mami bon komubi me komoni na renide me wa pieza mauta wo do ashe mi ma nisi me riazi na mawo That means he don't you break my heart. Sunami chel, mami bong komobi, enkomoni na renite, obiani wani wose. Sunami chel, mami bong komobi, enkomoni na renite, wasamye masa. Seven thirty-seven. A few quick happy birthday greetings coming through on the show this morning. Mm-hmm. Says Bena, please help me wish Sevia Michael Enam Dodo a happy happy birthday. May God continue to use him as a blessing to mankind. Coming in from Del Nyamado to Sevia Michael Enam Dodo. Kindly help me wish my very good friend and a former friend, former colleague at GT Bank, Bernard Obingboating, CEO and lead facilitator at Finance Skills Hub, a belated happy birthday. Ah! You know the funny thing? I didn't even know yesterday was Bernard's birthday. <laughs> wow! Because we're working on the uh, the presentation for the editorial. Yeah. So the whole day we, we, we were talking, but I didn't even wish him happy birthday. <laughs> oh, Bernard. We're just looking at you. Oh, Charlie, Bernard, Bernard, belated, belated you know, birthday. Bernard is Charlie a friend of ours who's been training us to use these tools. tools you know, he's yeah. been helping us. The finest skills have. Yeah. Excel. Yesterday was his birthday. And yesterday, in fact, even like 30 minutes before I went on there, we were still discussing that. Thing. Oh, and he didn't say anything. He didn't say anything to me. Too. I, didn't I, say I, I was only, I didn't even wish him happy birthday. Oh, Charlie Bernard. Charlie. So why do that? <laughs> Bernard, happy, happy birthday. Anyway, he, he's not, he can't send me a birthday and say, Bernard, today's my birthday. So <laughs> I'm supposed to do Charlie Bernard, I'm sorry. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Now, also wishing um, uh, 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 um, David Abbey. This message from now and the kids' message is that uh, today, like always, I celebrate you and give thanks to God for the blessings you bring to my life. May the Lord bless and keep you safe now and always. And may your day be filled with joy 
and your years be full of many blessings. Thanks, David, for always being there for me and the family. And then she says, Today indeed is the day the Lord has made. We'll rejoice and be glad in it. Happy birthday, David Abe. Affectionately called Be Chachu. Be Chachu. <laughs> Affectionately called Be Chachu. This is from Nabi and the kids. Meanwhile, the message from for Bernard came from Gordon Sa, his former colleague. Okay, so let me um, wish um, a happy birthday to a really, really great listener of City FM, Godwin Klola Ahetu, um, who is listening to us all the way from Cape Verde. Yeah, Bravo takes people to all kinds of places. Yeah, that's right. So um, wow. he's listening to us this morning. Uh, today is his birthday. Great, great, great guy. Mm. Uh, wishing him all the great things that he will wish for himself to the mm. extent they are godly. I spoke to a friend who was working in Iraq. <laughs> Iraq? I swear. Are you serious? Said they went for some oil. Uh, 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 Where they say the cordon of the place. Are you serious? It's like a whole city within a city. And they are doing yeah, oil they do, work there. Do oil work for Iraq. Iraq. With the wedge for the. Hey! And every six months, like that. You, you come home, come and sort this out, go back. Go back. To Iraq. <laughs> Iraq. Charlie brothers did a system. Charlie, you, you see, no, he's built the house in Accra. You'll <laughs> be here talking. <laughs> You'll be there. <laughs> Iraq. Charlie. <laughs> Charlie, Iraq. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I have one here. Maybe let me ask, what's the weirdest place you know somebody lives? Or what's the strangest country that you have Str- you know somebody who lives? Strangest. Or the farthest like this Cape Verde thing is pretty I don't know anybody in Cape Verde. I I Do you have I any friend or somebody? Yes. Where? I have two I have two classmates in Cape Verde. You have two classmates. Yeah, like yes. teaching. Or? Yes. No, 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 no. Ghanaians. Like, no, 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 Seychelles. Yeah, How many? Lecturer, How many? Seychelles, there. Seychelles, there are like nine hundred thousand people. Yeah, I have a friend who's a lecturer there. And this is like deep India Ocean, oh. Yeah. And then somebody in reunion. Yeah, I have a friend who teaches in Brunei as well. And this is I'm talking about leave Ghana and go there. Yes, that's not like not like somebody from Brunei, you know. Yes. A Ghanaian who you know. Yes. He took a plane and went to stay in Brunei. Yes. The Sultan of Brunei's country. Yes. And what's he doing there? Teaching. He went to school there and taught. He went to school. Yeah. To work at school. Yes, he went to the University of Dar es Salaam. In Brunei? Yes, the capital university. <laughs> Charlie. How did he even apply? What kind of people are there in Brunei? It's a very strict Muslim country. Because very the first thing I heard was that the richest man in the world is the Sultan of Brunei. Back then, not now. Now I think he's like top twenty or thirty. I think the world has So been. how many people in that country? Not many, but super wealthy, oil, gas. And is, is this your friend? Is he a Muslim? No, he's not. So what work is he doing there? No, he was teaching at the university. He's moved to Australia now. <laughs> is he right? Did uncle? But he, he taught there for <laughs> five or six years. But you know, the Australia move, eh, I've, I've heard a lot of people uh, into the New Zealand and Australia move. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... Brunei has uh, 445,000. So less than 500,000 people. Yeah, that's right. And uh, Seychelles, some 100,000 people. Because I have a friend who's... Uh, is this Seychelles? Mm. I was Seychelles. on this... I was on, the, I was on this British... Well, then, I have a friend who teaches in Tajikistan too. Charlie, he won the day. <laughs> Tajikistan! <laughs> He's actually married to a Tajikistani woman. So Where did he meet her? School. China? Yes. Tajikistan. Yeah, so he lives in Tajikistan. I see. Charlie, Ghanaian. So does he come to Ghana for Christmas? I haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> how, how does he survive? 
he survives well. Oh, is that even more concerned about? So if you are going to Tajikistan, <laughs> where will you pass? You went from Accra to where? Like you like you fly. You fly to you fly to fly to Ankara. Maybe Ankara. Once once you get to Turkey, you can go anywhere. Yeah, I know. I have. I was. I had a mate who from Azerbaijan. And then I have another friend from on the program from Kazakhstan. Yeah. But a Ghanaian living there is not something I know. Yeah. I don't know. So for you, I think you are in the, you have Union, you have Seychelles, yes. you have Tajikistan. I have Tajikistan, yes. I have a guy I'll tell you, I have a guy, there's a journalist, funny thing, there's a journalist who listens to my show, this show from Guyana. Yeah. And he actually came to Ghana and came to see me. Yeah, so he came for a different conference and we met. He said, Oh, I listen to your show every day. He's a journalist, he writes in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. And he says he likes Ga- Ga- Ghana. So okay. Ghana is that's fair. It's a country that's in the it's, it's actually close to Brazil. Yeah. yeah. South America. Oh, yeah. Really? yeah, and he says he, he, know, he listens to the city Brazil. Strangely enough, you know, Ghana came to prominent well for a lot of reasons, but one of the most infamous one was Jim Jones's church. Yeah. Okay, uh, the other town. The yes. Matthew side. Yeah, Matthew side. Yeah. So now I am bringing this because there's a story in front of me that I've been trying to put on there that I've not been able to put on really? there yet because I haven't had the time. So if a group of friends of mine are complaining. I just want to read the story. Ghanaian students applying for visas to Canada are crying over delays in visa decisions. And this is not just Canada. There's a lot of challenges with visas these days where mm. like the US embassy will have to re-announce. Since COVID. Like I had a friend who was trying to get a visa. Mm-hmm. Like he wants to travel in, this, like he, this was in March. He wants to travel in May. Mm-hmm. And then they said he will get an interview in like November. Mm-hmm. How what kind of algorithm gives you an interview in November for a trip you need to do in May? And we've seen a lot of that. Sometimes Dutch embassy people want to travel as well. So maybe the embassies need to come and explain to us how they select these dates and how they differentiate between because I want to do a long term migration, like I want to go and live in a different country. I can understand if you give me six months. But if I am going to school, I'm going for a conference, and I'm supposed to be in the US in May, and then you say you have to come for visa in November. And I can't even get a date. You know, so let me read this story and then we'll see if we can deal with this. So happy, okay, I, I, it's come to my attention. Yeah, so Ghanaian students applying for visas to Canada cry over delays in visa decisions. I'm not speaking for myself only, but on behalf of the many Ghanaians who have applied for Canadian study permits or have submitted their passports for stamping, it will interest you to note that Canada visa, Canadian visa processing in Ghana at the visa section section in Accra is very slow as compared to other areas. Other areas are Canadian visa processing outlets in other countries we are in many social media groups where we learn the application procedures and deploy the do-it-yourself approach to prevent paying high fees to agents to do the application on our behalf our concern is that the rate at which nigerian applications are getting so the rate at which nigerian applicants <coughs> are getting the applications approved as compared to ghanaian applications makes one wonder what's actually happening at the visa office here in accra it would interest you to note that there is no visa processing office in Nigeria. Hence, applications from the country are sent to other processing centers such as Nairobi, Ottawa, and Canada. But in Ghana, where we have a processing visa office, and with a reference to the fact that Nigerian applications are relatively higher than ours, we don't understand why our applications delay for months because our numbers are smaller as compared to Nigerians. We are aware the visa processing office in Ghana also serves other neighboring countries. But this should not be a reason for such a lengthy processing time. There are many applicants who have sent their passports for stamping following approval of the application since the end of last year, but still have not received their passports. 
This has compelled the affected applicants to defer their programs until the next academic intake. An example is that in one of the Nigerian social media groups, more than 10 Nigerian applicants received passport requests on May 5, 2023. But in the other five Ghanaian groups with many members, not a single passport request was received. When we studied the application timelines, we realized that the majority of us even applied before our Nigerian friends, so we don't know what is happening at the Accra Visa office. Our application portals remain dormant, with the last update being 19th April 2023. We are urging the Canadian High Commission in Accra to, as a matter of urgency, expedite action on study permit applications in Ghana. Not only is the application process draining, but having to wait for months for a decision from the Canadian High Commission is equally depressing. Ghanaian admission to Canadian school is not easy, and paying application fees and incurring other related expenditure, given the current economic situation, is not easy either. This is long. It is important to note that uh, it is important to have timely decisions on our applications so that applicants who, for some reason, get refused, can correct their mistakes and reapply on time before the start of classes. Since February this year, Many Nigerian candidates have received approvals within two weeks of the application date. Some also receive approval within one week, and many others have expressed experience other times. However, applications from Ghana and Ghanaians are taking forever. We are duly informed that our applications are processed in Accra, <clears throat> but calls to the Accra office never get answered. We are calling on the Canadian High Commissioner to Ghana, the Minister of Foreign Affairs and Regional <coughs> Integration, Mrs. Shelley Ayokobotri, the, uh, the Parliament of Ghana, and other interested parties to intervene on our behalf we want to gain advanced no study knowledge in canada by acquiring the necessary skills and competences to make uh, us employable upon our return home and contribute our quota to, to national development we would welcome if the accra visa processing office improved upon its processing processes and timelines this is such a long message yeah you could have written this in four lines <laughs> anyway forever so I'm bringing this up because people kept pestering me that I should I should discuss this, mm -hmm. and then I also have the impression that there are some other country visas that also take pretty long. Yeah, and so we don't know if you have any information and you are listening, please send it. You send know, to okay, us. so because of uh, okay, go, go on. No, so um, I've been doing some checking on this because this came to my attention two days ago, not from the Ghana side, mm -hmm. not from a Kenyan side, mm -hmm. where a friend of mine um, had been waiting for a visa for ten months after being offered a postdoc. Mm -hmm. at a university there mm -hmm. and um, was complaining you know as to why this was happening and then so this was in Kenya this Kenya so the Kenya is also complaining yes. okay. and um, it's I, I think there's a general problem um, that maybe the Canadians can explain better um, but there seems to be one an industrial issue an mm. industrial action issue let me put it that way oh okay yes it looks okay. like uh, there's a they've been um agitation within that union or oh, on the canadian the side canadian side so they are having workforce this. issues they're having workforce issues oh, significantly okay, in okay, fact okay, if okay, you check okay. the union that handles this as opposed was uh, went on strike sometime in april okay sometime around april uh and then i think they managed to source those issues as ours and then also uh, during the COVID period mm -hmm. they had significant shortages in staff so uh, delays also happened so it makes sense that nigerian applications whose applications are sent into canada mm -hmm. may have the applications worked on quicker quicker you understand than those here here so that also um, mm. happened now mm. we've had complaints from india we've had complaints from pakistan um we've had complaints for 
quite a few places. In fact, there was supposed to be a conference recently in Montreal that didn't happen. Because they couldn't because process visas. People from Colombia, people from all kinds of... And then it's a major strike. Yes. Is it by no, visa? It's no, it's not just... The, the, it's just... It's like it'll go slow. There's a significant backlog. For... That they are... Visas into Canada. Into Canada. That are not being cleared by... And it's been compounded by the strike issues that happened. The backlog from the COVID time that they've not been able to clear and all those things. But that notwithstanding, there's also there's almost always been the general perception mm -hmm. that Canadian visa processes are quite difficult. Generally. Generally, back in the day, um, I remember when uh, processes were ongoing for... Was it, which of the Commonwealth Games were held in Canada? Um, to be quite a while back. Yeah, quite a while Recently, back. there was mm -hmm. one, you know, some of the people were complaining, like they were asking nine-year-olds for bank statements. Nine-year-olds? Yes, and, people, and these were parents who could afford stuff. They were like, ah, I say... I'm a well-to-do person. I'm going with my wife. I'm going with this. How I ask my nine-year-old for these kinds of things? There's always, always been that perception that Canada is particularly difficult when it comes to granting mm. visas. Mm. You know, but there have been, if you follow the news uh, in that regard, you realize that there have been general issues with regards to several countries and gaining visas. So, to so in terms of visa difficulty, you you would rate Canada in uh, in in the top. I'm saying, first of all, that's a perception. I, I, I haven't timed it. I have no other way, but it's always been there. If you talk to people who travel a lot, they'll tell you, oh, Canada, they're all quieting. That's the general view. But in the, in the past few months, I've also had people who've been trying to go to other places who've had difficulties in procuring dates. Yeah. And the U.S. is one of those where a friend of mine was trying to go and the thing took so long and he just gave up but, the trip. No, but for U.S., I, I think it has to do, if you it's your, your first time... Uh, so if you are going for repeat visa, it's not that difficult. It's not that difficult. So usually they are trying to make sure that you are the right person to go. Yeah, if 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 there are processes around it, if you are not a first timer, they but wave, they, they secure, wave the interviews. Securing, they are, securing they are, the deed, sir. No, there are ways around it. There are ways around it. If you are not a first time traveler, mm, so that so the Canada one is a peculiar problem. Yeah, yeah. But like I was telling you, there have been difficulties for some time. Mm. You know. All right, so um, if you have more information on this Canada thing and you are listening, please send us a message. Um, I'm going to do a few things. I've, I've, ha I've had some interesting nominations for the weirdest places a Ghanaian is living and working. Uh, we are everywhere. So, correction, I think the Seychelles about 100,000. I said 900,000. I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. No, you checked it. Ah, you corrected me. Yes, okay. Now, a friend of mine says he has a Ghanaian carpenter living and working in Reykjavik, Iceland. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, it's not the, the carpenter. The carpenter one with the shop. So, what kind of carpentry is he doing in Iceland? No, it's a specialist. Table and chairs. No, but if you're a carpenter in Iceland, it's a specialist. Yes, no, the people from your region, they are the best among the best when it comes to carpentry. My, my people. Uh, capital. Oh, they are good. <laughs> the, the one place I've heard a Ghanaian live is Alaska. It will well, if you go look inside, it will shock you. Somebody will send you a message right now. It's a, send me a message. Alaska. It will shock you. I mean, it's not that far. Alaska. Alaska is. It's a great wilderness. It's very cold. Alaska is next to Canada. Yeah. And it's, it's an American state. Yes. Is that where Sarah Palin is from? Yes. Oh, you Ghanaians will be there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and ah. you know, uh, <laughs> Ghanaians will be there. Crap. We are there plenty. Yes. Uh, our, our friend in uh, Seychelles was. Oh, somebody's in Seychelles. Yeah, that's right. Was giving us uh, the one I was telling you about. So what time is it now? Well, I, I, I don't have to check that. <laughs> no, I've left. Okay. Right? Uh, agronomist, and uh, he's working there. 
and basically the place is a desert and that uh, for desert. that matter they import a desert no a desert not in geographical terms yeah that's right but because of um, you know they import like, water yeah a lot of uh, uh, what do you call it food items and all of that so he's helping to produce the fresh vegetables because in Seychelles exactly because the hotels there rely a lot more on imports from other parts so it's more like a tourist destination for yeah, people exactly yeah. so he's producing their local so he lives in Seychelles yeah, that's right in the Indian Ocean thank you but you're looking for the republic of ghana you know a country i went to that i found a lot of ghanaians in that i was shocked and apparently it's like one of the countries where a lot of ghanaians go to legally and illegally equatorial guinea oil it's not oil no they work in construction yes they employ a lot of ghanaians equatorial guinea equatorial guinea if you meet a foreman in equatorial guinea most likely he's speaking to with you serious yeah when i was in equatorial guinea i was surprised if you go to like the ghanaians are everywhere and these are Ghanaians of all social classes. Yeah, at the, and even at the time, they liked employing Ghanaians so much so that at the time that we were there, I think that either the head of security or something of the presidency at the time was hey, even Ghanaian. Was that during Mills' time? Well, uh, no, no, that was during Mohammed's time. Because Mills was very close to the Equatorial Guinea yeah. president. So yeah, maybe a lot of, they had a special visa dispensation. A lot of Ghanaians so, worked there. So Ghanaian artisans. Yes. Ghanaian so they work construction at, at workers. Now. So they work there during... Wow. periods and then they come back to Ghana. And they, Guinea. Yeah, I was shocked. Like, so how, I was how, when you are flying there, where do you pass? Tell so, that was the thing. <laughs> you go through Togo. No, no, no. I went on a direct flight oh, actually. Okay. This was for football. Yes, I, was, I went on a direct. But flight. in sort of like a private jet thing. But in terms of normal going there, yeah, you probably have no, to go. When I was coming back there, must I suffered? The longest trip I have ever been on on a plane layover from Kivet, eh, from Equatorial Guinea. Guinea. Master, we did. Equatorial Guinea, mm-hmm. Equatorial Guinea to uh, DRC, uh-huh. DRC to Cameroon, <laughs> my God, Cameroon mm. to Lagos, and then Lagos, Lagos to Lome. Talaloski, <laughs> <laughs> then from Lome wow. to Accra. I almost <laughs> died on that. Let us go through this again. It's one plane. <laughs> one plane. <laughs> <laughs> that airline. So from Equatorial Guinea to DRC. I'm telling you. DRC to Cameroon. Cameroon. Cameroon to, to Lagos. Lagos. Lagos to Lome. Lome. And Lome to Accra. Lome to Accra. Challenge. And the plane is not comfortable. You land there, you tire. You tire. I was dead. <laughs> the plane was very scary. Aloski. Aloski. Africa planes. Hey, that plane, if I see it today, you run away. Run away. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> I know it's the propeller type. <laughs> The propeller, and the propeller, tra- the propeller plane, it can decelerate quickly. So it doesn't, you know, the, the, the jet, the yeah, jet proportion, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they can sort of taxi small. Mm-hmm. Propeller, they can be in front of. I wish it was guys. Okay, let's come down. <laughs> All right, so, uh, so, so I'll, I'll come back to this point. Hey, Alaska people are sending me messages, and and also, and I'm asking this because I'm also trying to look at what skill do we export. Alright, so one of the things I'm thinking of is if we did an analysis of Ghanaian skills, alright, what group of people do you say we are best at producing? I think academics will be a high proportion of that. Obviously, doctors and nurses will be in that group as well. But the issue about construction workers in Equatorial Guinea surprised me because in the discussions about artisanship and construction work, we've been saying that in Ghana, the best artisans are now from the francophone countries mm-hmm. in particular togo so a lot of my friends in construction now bring togolese to do the tiling bring togolese to do and they'll do it well mm-hmm. 
so it's interesting that but meanwhile in the 70s and 80s it was we Ghanaians who went to nigeria to do those things mm-hmm. right so a lot of my nigerian friends say that in fact some of my nigerian mates i met in the uk said their teachers were Ghanaians, their kinky seller was a Ghanaian, and the carpenters they knew were Ghanaians. this is in the 80s right so what happened do we still produce the quality artisans who can go and work or these are few and far between because look at the francophone guys are more adept at doing these kinds of things so i'm, I'm thinking along some of those lines as well but it seems as if when it comes to Ghanaians in far places academic work will be number one right uh, just talking about what uh, godfred mentioned earlier about equatorial guinea mm-hmm. um the records i'm seeing as of 2021 mm-hmm. uh, we're told that several thousands of Ghanaians are living in um, mm. equatorial guinea according to the website of the uh, what do you call it the, uh, the our mission there mm-hmm. and uh, many of them work in oil and gas industry construction is the second oil and gas construction, construction education and health healthcare sectors wow there are also a significant number of Ghanaians who are engaged in small-scale trading and other businesses wow while the exact numbers are not known it is clear that Ghanaians make up a significant portion so they can do a Ghana party Oh, no, at, at the Equatorial Guinea, and the place will be full. Yeah, John, we actually, we, we, we actually went to. Uh, <laughs> a, I went to a Ghanaian-owned washing bay. Uh-huh. Hey, has a bar. That's where the brothers. Where, that's where we're eating. That's where the brothers come. That's where we're eating. Yeah, you know, Master. we're handling with the system. I'm sure there will be a church of Pentecost and lighthouse there soon. And they play a lot of Ghanaian music. That is where I got to realize that Guru is very big, very big, Lucky Mensa. Come back, come back, come back to me. Slim Buster. <laughs> Slim Buster, baby. You, you know, when they wake up in the morning, they open the speakers and they take their beer. That's right. They are They don't play with their they beer. Is there any particular part of Ghana they come from? So, like, are there... If you did an analysis of Ghanaian immigrants in Equatorial Guinea, would you say they are mostly from Kumasi, from that Kum- one, or it's mixed? Uh, that one is mixed. But I recall, like even um, and this one it was even funny. Uh, I went. Uh, we lived in a place myself, uh, Rosalina Mo. Okay. You know, we lived in this household. Yeah. Was it Ghanaian household? Ghana, Ghana members. Yeah, Chichibom, yeah, they are there. They speak to you. But they didn't miss Ghana. No, they are making money. They don't care. But do they have a plan to come home anytime soon? Yeah, they do visit. They do visit, but... Maybe Christmas will come and yeah, blow yeah, time. Yeah, they visit and then blow time. But they are living in Equatorial Guinea. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Are their children going to school there? Most of them did not have the people we saw i did not see they didn't have kids so maybe younger people who are now trying to Omo organize Cobra, life yeah you know. because when when the children, when issue of children comes in it's a different issue so yes. there, there are places you want to go as a single person to work mm-hmm. but a place to want to live with your family is not the same yeah yeah that, that's, you know? that's true you know many of the guys who go to for instance liberia they are mostly from the coast okay so liberia Sierra Leone, these coastal including where where he was talking uh, so they, they migrate by yeah, boat to go and do fishing and, and then and they, and they, they live there exactly so so uh, there are those pocket communities scattered over the west african yeah, coast who are also Ghanaians. Uh-huh. and then also if you go to the deeper ends of those lands you mm-hmm. find that a lot of Ghanaians are also there doing galamse I mean, oh, recently we've taken down one there. Oh yeah, that's right. When we went to oh, uh, Liberia and, and then also oh. Sierra Leone. I mean, the feedback oh. we got was that oh. Ali, we are working in those spaces, uh, spaces doing galamse, mining for gold or diamond or some other precious. Oh 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 oh. All right, let's let's come back home and deal with a couple of things. Coming up next, take and show me the trends. Two minutes past eight. Brought to you by FB and bank fbm bank goal is to put you our cherished customer first 
Our financial services offer the gold standard of value and excellence. When you think of a bank that cares and puts its customers first, put the B before the end. Think FBN Bank. And exciting news, Vodafone Cash now allows payments to all merchant numbers on other networks. And uh, simply dial star 110 hash, select option 1 to send money, option 2 for other networks and follow the prompts to send money. Experience the ease of transacting on Vodafone Cash. Use Vodafone Cash today. Nathan will take us through the trends. Yeah, it's a very interesting uh, morning on social, several things. On the sporting side, let me start with some basketball. The Lakers and Warriors are going at each other on, in the Western Conference semifinals. The Lakers are 3-1 up. They won early this morning to go 3-1 up. And so several people are, or several things are trending. Lakers trending, Curry is trending, LeBron is, is trending. Is there a big community of Ghanaian NBA lovers? Oh, yeah, there is. There is. There is. There's a very interesting Because I always get intrigued when NBA is trending in Ghana. Yeah, yeah. People you find that people mm-hmm. love their basketball. I didn't know that. People, so people wake up at so dawn. Okay, what is the favorite American basketball team in Ghana? It depends. These days, people like more of the players yes, than the teams. Team. Who is the most popular NBA player in Ghana? LeBron fair James. fight between, fair LeBron, fight between and LeBron and Steph. Steph. Steph KD has a strong Ke- Kevin Durant Steph, has Steph Curry is Golden State Golden Warriors. State Warriors. LeBron and then the Kevin Lakers. Durant. Where is Kevin, Kevin Durant, Durant now? He's, He's with the Phoenix Suns now. But which is the best NBA team now? Hard oh. to tell. For Hard the, to okay, tell. for the past five years. You can say the Warriors because they've been to the most finals. Okay, so it's not LeBron's team. He's gone to the Lakers. Yes. So Steph Curry. They, they won, the Lakers won the title in twenty. The COVID year. So in the past five years, you say it's Golden State. I, I would say Golden because they've been to the between most. Memphis. Between Memphis. Sorry, between the Bucks, and Milwaukee, the and the Warriors. Yes. Boston have also had a strong scene. Maybe one day you talk about that. Four years. So it's trending in Ghana. So it's trending. You have lots of people trending. Uh, lots of those things. Mm-hmm. On the footballing side, uh, hashtag RMAMCI is trending. Real Madrid, Manchester City. So it's already trending before kickoff tonight. Names like Rodrigo. Yaya Toure and co are training. Yesterday, some quotes emerged hmm. that were attributed to Dimitri um, Seluk. Seluk. And, you know, you know sometime back he said that Pep would not win the Champions League. He had placed him under a curse. Who is Dimitri Seluk? He's Yaya Toure's agent. Yaya Toure's agent. Yaya Toure's agent. And so, yesterday there were quotes that said, oh, now the curse has been lifted. And then Yaya Toure came to tweet that, please, I don't know anything about these quotes or comments and all of that. So, it's just feeding into the hype of tonight's encounter between um, Real Madrid and Manchester City. Uh, a spillover from the weekend, Landlord is trending, Sarkodie, properly called Landlord, mm-hmm. uh, trending as well uh, from the VGMAs and all of that. Now, yesterday, a story which made the rounds, and it has it's had a lot of people talking, it was a story about Professor Dominic Phobie marrying... Yes. Is that a true story? Oh, yeah, marrying his latest you know, you wife. Know, sometimes when, when I saw the story, I thought you know those hoax stories mm. on the website. I thought it was uh, it's a true story. Oh, it is, it is. So he that married, he's eighty years old. Yes, he's eighty. He's married. Ah, this, this was a minister. He's found love finally. Yeah, married his, his ninth his ninth wife. I his do. ninth wife. How old is she? She's twenty seven. Oh, you are kidding me. What is your issue? Those are what they're twenty seven. So it's it's hard to talking. <laughs> no, 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 no. Seriously. <laughs> is that allowed in Ghana? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm asking, like, no, 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 the law doesn't once a woman is of uh, marriageable age. And capable. No, of I'm talking about for the man himself. Not for <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's nothing wrong with it. I assure you, there's no law against to be believed. But isn't the gap too long? Uh, no, no, no. There's nothing legally wrong with it. You know, he's entitled to marry 
um, you know, provided the woman is of marital oh, age. And to the extent right. that the woman is 27 years and he's also an adult, properly constituted. Oh, so it's actually a true story. Yeah, it is. Done it and consummated. Congrats to him. Congrats to him. Congratulations. To him. Right. But what about her? You congratulate her. No, congratulations to her. Congratulations to the couple. All right. Uh, to, to some tech news. Hey! hey. <laughs> To some tech news. Well, isn't David in the Bible who they give No, he me? didn't marry. On, yes. on a different no. day, I would have uh, requested a song for him. But <laughs> you know, let's proceed. Um, to some tech news, an Apple co-founder, uh-huh. uh, Steve Wozniak, has warned that artificial intelligence mm-hmm. could make scams and misinformation harder to spot. Mm. Now, Mr. Vojniak says he fears the technology will be harnessed by bad actors. He was speaking to the BBC and he said, AI content should be clearly labeled mm-hmm. and regulation was needed for the sector. The computing part, uh, pioneer signed a letter in March alongside Elon Musk calling for a pause in the development of the most powerful AI models. Now, Mr. Vozniak, better known in the tech world as Voz, is a Silicon Valley veteran who co-founded Apple with Steve Jobs and invented the first Apple Just computer. to plug into that, there was a story I saw this morning about Professor Dateba, a respected jurist in Ghana, <coughs> saying that the time has come for us to deal with falsehood, publication of falsehood. Yeah. So that will play into what, uh, yes. you know... The then that law must be AI compliant. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> So 17 minutes past 8. You are a successful executive, yet you want to challenge yourself to do more for yourself, your organization, or society. Time to consider the doctorate program in business admin and leadership at the Nobel International Business School, NIBS. The program transforms into a practitioner scholar who who merges theory and practice for evidence-based decision-making and leadership. Graduate with a high network of leaders and top executives from Africa's leading companies, organizations, and governments. Call 0262-367-830 or visit nips.edu.gh to enroll now. Be treasured, discover, lead, share. 
and there are levels of headaches but the worst kind of headache is when someone buys an item from your shop sends you mobile money leaves your shop and you still don't have any notification of the cash in your account you can avoid this with blue pay which allows you to receive cash instantly from your customers you only dial their phone number and the amount they owe you'll receive the blue pay prompt on their phone to enter their pin the money arrives or your customer can slot their bank account into your blue pay pos enter a pin and straightforward the money comes through call or whatsapp 054-722-0200 that's 054-722-0200 or visit the blue penguin.com to register and get blue pay for your business blue pay never miss a sale now, man, for beyond Easter, there are travels and payments to make, and we know that at Republic Bank. So we say continue to make all your payments with our fantastic four credit cards. Enjoy great discounts from our partner merchants, and uh, you can win amazing prizes in the tap for Easter and beyond credit card promo. Just tap to pay, live the soft life we got you. You can win all kinds of great prizes, including a two-day staycation at Aqua Safari. Remember, this promo is regulated by the NLA on the Caritas platform. T's and C's apply. Republic Bank we are the one for you now your car needs sheer helix to run and run well you need it for it to perform brilliantly so get to your local shell station today and experience the difference for yourself whether you're cruising on the open road or battling with busy traffic shell helix will keep your engine running smoothly choose shell helix lubricants moon cost for the ultimate power performance and protection and on the 13th of actually on the, on the 14th of this month which is sunday you can celebrate mama in a fantastic way by being part of our portrait of mother day dinner it's at 4 p.m at the city gardens and even of good food great music and the celebration of our mothers Book a seat now for Mama at the Portrait of Mama Day Dinner. Call 0205-973-973. A night your mother will never forget. Call 0205-973-973. Portrait of Mama is powered by City TV with support from City FM. And sponsored by Dano Milk and Tasty Tom. Alright, so more on the Canadian story. Godfrey, you were right. So this is story I just pulled up. Canadian visa processing at a standstill as federal workers strike enters day 7. Now, as of March 31, number of backlog applications dropped below 9 million for the first time since pandemic with another 20... uh, What? With another 2 million under processing. There will be limited capacity during a strike, so delays in processing are expected. This includes delays to applications currently being prioritized the IRCC has said now with most IRCC employees still on strike immigration and visa application processes have been halted more than 155,000 public sector workers in Canada began a strike on April 19 after failing to reach a wage deal with the federal government this has come as a blow to a country already struggling with stubborn visa backlog the immigration refugees and citizenship Canada IRCC had made some progress over the past year in reducing the backlog created during pandemic. Then the strike hit. As of March 31, number of backlog applications dropped below 9 million for the first time. I can't believe it's 9 million. Wait, oh, the, let me just be sure I'm reading the right thing. 900000. Mm-hmm. That's 9 million. Yep. Wow. 
Or was it 900,000? I'm not really sure now. Nine million. Nine million. Are you sure? No, it can't be 9 million. It's 900,000. <laughs> Why? Applications? Yeah, because the number. Wait, is the number. 9 million is a lot. Yeah, it's 9 with 5 zeros. So it's 900. If it's 5 zeros. So it's 900,000. If it's 5 zeros, then. It's yeah, but in the process, they put the comma after the 9. So it confused me. You know, when you're writing mm. 9. Hundred thousand is nine zero 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 zero. You put the zero after the last. You start the counting from the right, but they've written nine with a comma, two zeros and then three zeros. Yeah, then they wrote it. So it's nine hundred thousand. Uh-huh. So they are saying with another two million under processing, or yeah, another what? I see. So if they are talking about million, then I, I'm confused. The the, the figure. The, let me read the story again. As of March thirty one. Number of backlog applications dropped below 900,000 for the first time since pandemic. With another, I think this is 20,000, but I'm not sure. I'm not even sure whether I'm reading this. It's 20 with a comma, 17, and then 700. So this will be 2,017,700. You get it? So 900,000 is the backlog and two million is under processing do you get it mm-hmm. good there will be limited capacity during a strike so delays in processing are expected this includes delays into applications currently being prioritized citizenship events have already been cancelled and will be rescheduled after the ircc strike ends you may experience delays when citizenship or passport services outside of canada you can still access your passport application and submit a document it added it's in thousands yeah. yeah so so it's nine hundred thousand is the number of new applications and then two million under processing yeah two million seventeen thousand so the, the Ghanaians who say they haven't been prioritized maybe this is the reason go ahead explain that all right speaking of people in strange places mm-hmm. bernard every other namibian guy here every other big namibian guy this is papa kwakwes in namibia Every, What's he doing there? I don't know. Hey. Every other big Namibian guy here has a Ghanaian high school teacher story. Very fond ones too. Mm. For some reason, mostly they were Ewes or Fantis. Oh, okay. Teaching in Namibia. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I don't what know. What is Opa Kwaku doing there? Adding to the population of Namibia. So the longest drive I'd, I've had from uh, an airport to a capital city is that one. Why is that fire? From the Hoseb airport to Windhoek. Charlie, you cry. Is that how long? <laughs> Charlie, it's too long. From the airport to where? To the capital. Why the airport is not in the capital? No, it's in the middle of the desert. What's the point? So it's a very small airport. <laughs> so imagine if you have to sleep over in the airport and wait for another. It's a very uncomfortable small airport, and then it's a, it's about an hour. You know, the other of thing. nothingness. The other thing I need to say is it's that Ghana's Ghana's airport. You know, when you travel African countries, like Ghana's airport is really nice oh. <laughs> but Namibia is a small country so no, I can understand I saw Sky Sky sent me some photos from the Sierra Leone airport pa, Sierra Leone airport oh. <laughs> hey <laughs> Charlie <laughs> and they said they wrote something international airport oh. <laughs> I think you should kiss too Frita hey you know, who, who, who airport will go? Who airport? Who airport? If you put one, you are on your... Oh! The African matter is a serious matter. My girlfriend and I experience some airport. In which country? In Gabon. Gabon. Some airport, people are... Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called the year. I was crying. <laughs> you know, no, I lost the I've known Godfred for years, right? I've never seen him. Why well, the airport was what, such was, agony. The airport is small, eh? It is not even it's not really small. Charlie, small than you take it like if, that. If the, if the taxi leaves you at the airport, you at the airport. Right, right, right. You sleep at the airport for two days. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you know, we, we have suffered though. There's no chaos, hello. As uh, soon as the plane lands, no they open it. They open it. They start yanking out your that. luggage and throwing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Sky, let's deal with the visa issues. Yeah, so the comments that have come in thus far is there Before a mm-hmm. Keep mm-hmm. your comments coming in. This one is coming in and says, My friend's brother applied for a visit to Canada visa since 2021. He received his visa in March 2023. Mm. This one from Kwame uh, in Osu says, The same situation is with the Italian embassy. Since the beginning of the year, no appointments for visa applications. And legalization of so what, what what is happening? Are they just trying to block people traveling? Or? No, but COVID has really affected quite hey, what we COVID saying somebody's going to travel to do conference and say COVID. Oh yeah, yeah. COVID. But human no, beings, human beings have to work on the documents. So you don't have processing people to work. Yeah, lo- they've lost a lot of stuff. Then they should employ Ghanaians. <laughs> because Ghanaians want to do their work and want to go visa to give us. If you don't have people to work and we are here, want to go and work, you don't give us the visa. To... <laughs> do you know how many Ghanaians will go and do visa processing in US if they get a chance? We'll go. Ah, so if you are not getting the manpower, we have plenty of people. They we are ready. They are graduating from university. They don't have any work to do. So employ okay. them. Yeah. This one says the delay for outsiders trying to get work permits in Ghana can also take more than seven months. Mm. It is actually supposed to be take one month. This is coming in from someone who that's also true. Uh, com- you know, very very conversant with the situation. Mm. Bansi Inobuasi says, guys, mm-hmm. you will be amazed at the number of Ghanaians living in Kyrgyzstan, what the autonomous region in um, Iraq. Iraq. Kyrgyzstan. Yeah, the number of Ghanaians living in yeah, Kyrgyzstan. What are they doing there? They they be like they are doing oil and oil related. In fact, my friend Nini yeah, was telling me that now. the opportunities yeah. that are in Iraq, you'll be amazed in the oil space especially. And some of yeah, the, the rates yeah. allowances they pay to people there is more than the combined salary. Will you be alive to chop the money? <laughs> <laughs> Kyrgyzstan. Kyrgyzstan, yeah, in, in Iraq, yeah, that's that region. This one says on the Equatorial Guinea point. I am friends with the president's nephews. Two of them were in Achimoto school around hey. 2002 and 2000. Oh, then you are close to power. Yeah, the guy is so sorted. Because that place, the, 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 the country belongs to the president yeah, and his yeah. relatives. No, they, they like Ghana. They, they like Ghana a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm like sure Ghana. that, you know, some of them... Where is Equatorial Guinea, by the way? Is it in the Gulf of Guinea? Yes. Yeah, yeah along, along the coast. This ah. one says, um, Bernard, I'm Augustus Darcy. I was a teacher in Ghana, but now I'm here in... Re- Reykjavik, Reykjavik Iceland. Uh, Island in the Iceland. Uh, nice. Schooling and working uh, Ghanaians here it's are less than 100. Pass. The population is about eight, no, three thousand, three hundred eighty thousand. So there are less than 100 Ghanaians in Reykjavik. Reykjavik in, in, in Iceland. So what food does he eat? Food. Good Maybe food. Maybe he will be eating Icelandic food. Will he get Ghana shop there? You know, there is some special, something they do for snacks. They use some... No, will he get Ghana food there? That one maybe you will be importing it. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Scandinavia they'll find stuff. They'll find some. But Iceland is a bit further up there. Iceland is uh, not. Yeah, it's not. You, you add it to Iceland is not. To Scandinavia. It is part of Scandinavia, but it's not like Norway or Sweden or Denmark. Yeah, but it's still Scandinavia. You can be comfortable can in Norway or Sweden, but Iceland is very far. Yeah, I, I, there's a friend of mine. I, I forgot. We used to work in Parliament together. He was also a parliamentary correspondent. The last time I checked on him when I was in the UK, he was in Iceland. Doing what? 
he said he was doing he was doing school he was <laughs> schooling and teaching at the same time Charlie, can you see trial we'll go everywhere this one said hi Bernard mm-hmm. it's not only in the Canadian embassy my wife has been trying to book uh, an interview for a family reunion visa at the German embassy for the past two months without any success oh. I've been trying it myself every day but there are no dates for appointment it's very frustrating to be checking for appointment date every single day for the past two months and the only feedback I keep getting is unfortunately there are no appointments available it looks at this like time. a coordinated attempt to frustrate applicants <laughs> new appointments yeah. be made available for booking at regular intervals so that's what the, the message you normally Th- get. there's one here actually that mentions also the Czech, the Czech Republic embassy. It says it is like it. It just the, let me. Yes, I found it. It says, uh, "Hi, the Czech Republic embassy is an obstacle to business development. Oh, uh-uh. complicated appointment system, poor and non-existent customer service. Oh. I don't think they are interested in serving us here." Are they not the he's, ones he's very very unhappy. Uh, yes, just here. It's not oh, far. Charlie. Check yeah. the yeah, I think people are not very happy with them this, this morning. This one says, "Good morning, Team CBS. I've met a lot of Nigerians and Ghanaians during my travels to Vanuatu, uh, Kiribati, in Fiji, and Fiji, and Fiji. Okay, and these and are Fiji. all oceanic. Oceanic, yeah, oceanic for, for greener pastures. But Vanuatu, Kiribati, and Fiji. What are you doing there? Say I'm from Airports Residential. The well, people there themselves don't know what they're doing. No. So, so, so what, you know, what even shocks me is how the people even know that that country exists. <laughs> <laughs> how how, how does we, we check? No, we check to see where we fight. We get you see because opportunity. Uh-huh, you see, most of these places lead to other places. Uh-huh. Charlie, but Kiribati, Fiji, and things there. Charlie. It means from there, if you are, if you play your cards right, you can get into New Zealand and Australia move. because you know those countries. Australia, New Zealand and New Australia are notorious. For their strict migration, yeah. it's very very hard to get into those New two countries. Zealand, Australia, Canada, very very hard very to, get to get into. So if you you sneak into Vanuatu and Kiribati and Fiji and Samoa and Tonga and waste wait there small, <laughs> small. Those countries, the only way ahead of them was because of rugby. Yeah, like Tonga, Fiji. That's Olymp- the only. Olymp- I have classmates from Olympic games. I have uh, yeah. I, uh, when I was in school, mm. um, they used to give a lot of scholarships to uh, people from Tonga and Samoa. So I have a lot of classmates from Tonga yeah, and Samoa. I used, to, I used to learn those countries for their capitals yeah, when I was in those days. Your capital of Tonga. Bernardino. Nuku Alofa. Why do you have this in your head? Why do you have Nuku Alofa in your head? I've been damaged. I've been damaged for life. Good morning, Bernardino. Greetings from Maseru in Lesotho. Which is within South Africa. Yeah. In 2008, I was attending a meeting in Eswatini, then Swaziland. I met a Ghanaian selling DVDs, Charlie, in the market in uh, Mbabane. Mbabane, the capital of Eswatini. I forgot to add my name. My name is Edmond Amakwefoli, your buddy living in Banjul. So you alone, you were in Maseru, and then you went to Mbabane. Yes. Now you are in Banjul. Charlie, they got to move. Is it, is it, but, is but 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 um, I hear Gambia is an amazing place. Never been. A lot of Ghanaians live there because and the know, beaches are great. Gambia is anglophone and they needed Ghanaian judges at some point. Yeah. And in fact, there are Ghanaians who go and ride their bikes up there and pass. Yeah, yeah. So Gambia is I know if, I know if Gambia is actually friendly territory for a lot of Ghanaians. Mm-hmm. Well, beautiful. There were a couple of my mates in Warwick who were from Gambia. Yeah. So Gambia is a good place. All beautiful people. Yeah. 
Bernard, the situation is worse with a U.S. Uh, visa application. Securing a date is hell. My wife is supposed to attend a conference in the U.S. in June 2023, but got yeah. a date for interview in March. Look at that. You have a conference in June 2023. So it's almost like it's a deliberate attempt to simply prevent you from, mm -hmm. you know. The last I think the only dispensation you have is for students. I, I think when you have like a good school, Yes, and, and the documentation, everything is. And intact. the school usually makes it easier to get, but some of these conferences they're sort of discouraging. I don't know whether these are policies that they put in place that they are just using this visa process to implement. Because if somebody wants to go for a conference in June this year, and you are saying to come for interview March twenty twenty three. Like what's what's that? No, no, don't go. Uh, Do more comments. <laughs> this one says, "Good morning, guys. I came from what? Orangistan. Orangistan two days ago. That's yeah. Aruba. Aruba." There are many Ghanaians. Aruba is an island. Is it near? It's Dutch. It's Dutch. It's a Dutch it's colony. The... Is it not near South America? Yeah, sort of. Dutch I remember be... I watched an episode of them, the food channel they did. It will not but be... it's Dutch, yes. It's not far from where these people are from. Where, what island are these guys from? Frank Rijkaard and those guys? They're from Suriname. They're Suriname. Maybe it's not too far. Check. Okay. Aruba. And they are Ghanaians in Aruba. <laughs> There's one from. So, no, Charlie, so no, so wait. Oh. If you come to back home and tell mother that me call, who call Or from Momone, Me call Aruba. Me call Aruba. Are you sure they can come back to Ghana? Yeah, you might be surprised. How, what, what plane would they take? <laughs> they, they, probably, they probably might go to Every the US dog knows and fly from home. And then fly from there. So, Aruba to US, from US to. Uh -huh. Aruba. Yes. The place I really want to go to is the Caribbean. Uh, which of the areas? Oh, I, I've never been to the Caribbean, so I, I need. Want I just to need jam, to. Want to go to you know, I just want to connect with our cousins there, yeah. because you I'm told be that at, when you go, you get plantain, you get contemporary. You want to be at the beach? No, just to meet the people, <laughs> man, and discuss Bombali, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it, the population it, of Aruba is twenty-eight thousand. So what is the guy? What work is he doing there? <laughs> <laughs> the whole country is twenty-eight thousand people. <laughs> that even my constituency is bigger than that. <laughs> So that, like my constituency, <laughs> <laughs> my constituency in Adenta has more people than the whole country. Let me see. Good morning, better than team. Good the morning. USA and Canada, Canada visas are both uh, very easy and difficult depending on the country you are applying from. I applied for the USA and Canada visa from the UK, and it was very simple and mm. seamless because they know I live in the UK and I will return back. I will return easily. <laughs> But in Africa, they put uh, mountainous restrictions to derail people under the guise of not returning. It's coming in from Bosco, who is listening to us uh, from Reading hmm. in the United States. A friend of mine living in Burkina says, you are laughing at uh, airports. Come to Burkina. Sorry. Our airport is big, pound, <laughs> and I've traveled to many African countries. <laughs> Since our airport is the best in West Africa. Yeah, some of them, they are just containers put Which together. One? A friend of mine in Burkina. Unless they have a new airport, because the new... Is that uh, the airport not be? Ah, okay. Is it saying Ghana airport is the best in West Africa? That Burkina no, airport, no, the no, at the moment, um, bless Dian. Which one? The new Senegalese airport. We all have T3, but the new bless Dian airport, yeah. no, don't go there. You have to convince me. <laughs> I haven't seen it on any social media portal. <laughs> but, but they don't need to do do noise about it. We have one that we are making. Terminal 3 is the standard Terminal in West Africa. Terminal 3 is fantastic. I agree. But bless Dian. Masa, calm down. My cousin is a U.S. military man's wife. wife. Yeah. They live in Alaska. They live in Alaska, Charlie. They're in the cold. In Anchorage. My kid brother works for an oil company in uh, Prudhoe. Prudhoe Bay. Prudhoe Bay in Alaska. And um, I, I visited, visited him a few years ago and I thought I was traveling, traveling to Mars. Hey, There's even a Ghanaian community in Anchorage. 
that's coming in from Alaska. Uh, Kufi Chamatin. There's a Ghanaian family, a Ghanaian community, community in Alaska. Yeah. But you know, you, I'll say something to you. You, you, the va- you. you see the value of being a Ghanaian when you are abroad and when you meet Ghanaians. Yeah. Because sometimes you feel like Ghana is difficult. When you meet your fellow people abroad, you realize actually Ghana, not Ghana is sweet. But you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, you miss Ghana. What I'm saying is that you see, when you are in a country, you don't, you don't appreciate that you love the country until you leave it. Because Nathan, if you're loving it and living in it are two different issues. But so I can love you from far away. No, what I'm saying is that what I'm saying is that you can <laughs> I have. Can love you from what far I'm saying away. is that you have nostalgia. Look, mm-hmm. if I listen, if I took you to I, I love any of these, if, if, any of these places, and you live there for six months, you start missing Ghana. Yeah, but after you, you, some you, time, you, I'll get yeah, used to I'll you come back. Yeah, you can ask, you can ask, which is guy. How many years before? did you spend in the UK? Uh, about five years. Look, you would think that Ghana has problems, traffic, politicians. When you go live in another country, you realize that you can only be. Uh, you know, no, if I know, you are, if you, I know, Ghana, I know Ghana has this own there's this confidence you have uh-huh. that you don't have in other countries because you're not from there, you know. And that thing is 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 very very subtle, but it's very real. Yes, it's true. If you are in your own I'm country, there. you don't even think about some things. But challenge, so one country you have to calculate the way you work, how you move, and things. <laughs> and you know, but, but in certain countries too, those th- it, it can be both ways. You see, because I realized that I'm more stressed living in Ghana now. Than I was living because in you are doing too many things. No, 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 it's not that. But the, for no, 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 for your football. <laughs> forget, <laughs> forget, that, forget that. Forget that. But my point is, like, I used to work in, I, I work in news, mm-hmm. both countries. Mm-hmm. But my, 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 my affiliation to or my affinity to news in Kenya. And then I run over you, Kuku, a friend saying, Yeah. Do you know what has happened to me in Tamale? No, no, no. They just do snakes in Tamale. It's a different issue. Different. You were going to do journalism on Bush and they were trying to they work. You see, I have a 12 inch scar in my head. Break um. football, but that's, Stone. that's football hooliganism. But it is media, but no, it's different. Would I be there if no, I was not no, doing journalism? Not, no, football is different. No, I was there doing journalism. <laughs> <laughs> football is not different. The baseball is journalism. <laughs> it's journalism. I was there working. So, so Accra stressed you more than Nairobi, yeah. No, because you tend to think of so like if something goes wrong with the system, you're like, hey, ah, Nairobi, that. I but left a hotel. In a I'll report the news. No. I'm feeling it too much. A hotel I slept in. Do it something. Yes, that does it. That's where I, the, I went to a, that hotel like attack three happened. months or so. Mm-hmm. Next thing I heard, terrorists had gone to the hotel. People were killed, and they were describing a place I had worked. My brother, uh-huh. and you are more crazy than Nairobi. Yes, with what they did at Garissa, what they did to Kofi Awuno. Yes, it's so unsafe. But. Nairobi, the things we are doing. What are we doing? Wait, 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 yeah. Guys, let's let's Nairobi. Look, Sky. When you're entering a hotel in Nairobi, it's like you're going to. I was going to invest in Nairobi. Who set you? I was going to invest you. Who set you? Sky. The 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 way to enter the investing. You see this like um when you are entering parliament. That that your door that that yeah, the yeah, small yeah, one. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And before you go, yeah, somebody will body check you. Take yeah. your bag, put it to a scanner then to enter university. Yes. In Nairobi. Yes. And you're telling me that you are more stressed in Accra than there. Yes. Okay. Uh, ah, continue. Wait, wait. Legon. Wait. What are you enter Legon? Wait, wait, wait. Menard. Menard, wait. No, 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 Sky, I'm coming. <laughs> I'm entering a university and I'm going there as a lecturer to teach you, <laughs> to do some program. <laughs> we are a queue. Everybody is being searched. Body, everybody. They will put your bag somewhere and you pass through some tiny door. The policeman <laughs> will scan you, look at your face. To enter a university. <laughs> was, it, was, was it an uncomfortable queue? 
we've been at thingy thingy before no 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 you don't understand what i'm saying i'm saying that the security presence in some of those east african countries just like the and way the mental they, impression it's almost like because yeah, yeah that's my point so you, how are you well, how are you more, how are you more comfortable in Nairobi than accra yeah, i feel okay have, and people yeah and accra around. is one of the safest places in the continent i feel okay in fact when i talk no, to foreigners it's like i'm coming when i talk to you? foreigners mm-hmm. diplomats who come to ghana they tell actually when they read about africa and they are posted to accra they're like ah thank god because Accra, it's a cool place. You can even walk. They, they say, of course, not everywhere, but like people were walking. I remember a friend of mine from Kenya. He says he couldn't believe that he can walk from his hotel in Kenya, uh, Osu, to the stadium. This was during the mm-hmm. twenty-eight or two thousand and yes. whatever. He says, ah, he says, I just sit. I just get up from my uh, hotel, my my my. It's not even a proper hotel, like a uh, bed and breakfast, yeah. Yeah. and I walk all the way to the stadium, stadium. and walk back. Mm-hmm. He says, I can't do this in Nairobi. No, but I was. I, I live in Otaya Road. I can walk all the way from Otaya Road to Junction. Uh, I don't know what Otaya is. It that, uh, or you seem to confuse me. No, where you seem to confuse me. Is that the B place? Is that the B place? Is that the B There's no way you can walk all the way in Nairobi no, no, and Accra. No, 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 no. You see? Ah, no, I, I, terrorists I, I, and things. Brother, I think sometimes it comes with knowledge of your own terrain. Ah, okay. places me, I get stressed in a crowd. Yeah, because he perhaps because I open the newspaper and I'm no, it's, it's because of what you know. Yeah, that's right. That's because right. Scott, seriously speaking, look, Nigeria and Kenya. No, Nigeria, no, no, I can't live but in Nigeria. No, can I live in South Africa? Yes, Abuja, you can live there. South Africa, which part? I can live in South Africa comfortably. Okay. Comfortably. You are, you are not a normal no, but, person. No, but I have spent a lot of time in South Africa, Bernard. In fact, I think between... South Africa where... where cumulate, cumulate, cumulatively, South, I spent more time in SA South Africa than that, I have in Kenya. South Africa that when they feel like it, they said Ghanaians and Nigerians are taking mm-hmm. their women, so they'll start beating them. Bernard, the I have that, a friend who used to live in Cape Town, join one of those. They're taking their women. I have a friend who used to live in Cape Town, join one of those. You know those things that they happen in episodes <laughs> where they said, Charlie, they said some Nigerian people. And somehow, and this is the other problem, in Africa, they, they always jump no, together. Yeah, so when, like, when, 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 we are, when we are in a place and they, they want to finish Nigeria, they say, Ghana people, you are also Nigerians. You are Ghanaian Nigerian. The guy said, Charlie, lecture, Cape Town, go and ask. And some of those people who are doing those things, they are not even. But they've learned to separate, too. So my point is that mm-hmm. there are crazy places in Africa. Very oh very yes, very even the most affluent African countries, security-wise, they are not as safe. Problem, yeah. I think we are very lucky here. We are. I'm yeah. telling you, we are. So yeah, let the news can stress you, you, but security-wise, but it depends on what, what security, security is. Charlie, because the level of, I mean, the level of things you see in, like even when you are going to a place, the way the this, you can see Ghana, we are not serious in security. Mm-hmm. It's all because we have not been. Because me, when I'm in other African countries, the way the the police and things hold guns. It's like they don't trust their own citizens. It's like the whole thing is some security scanning things. No, be. No, no, have you walked through Accra recently? Every traffic stop has mm-hmm, two mm-hmm, AK-47. No, 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 no. What you see is motorbike. No, 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 no. No, motorbikes. You see a lot yeah, more guys, policemen. Every traffic light in Accra. Okay, since when? For the past two years. Oh, please. Compare that to the places you've been to for the past ten years. Is it part of the Accra initiative? Ah, don't forget there's an Accra initiative that's trying to prevent terrorists from coming to Accra from every co- uh, okay, uh-huh. you cannot tell me that uh-huh. well, no 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 you see let's be, let's be you know Africa better than I do but you can't tell me that when you come to a police state mm-hmm. no, no, Nairobi no, police state. no fine let's talk about states countries where security go to South Africa born out of their geography Ghana is relatively calm I mean, I mean Ghana is child's play oh of course 
So you can't sit there and come and tell me that. Of course, that, that one is true. Ghana is. Accra is not. Accra is not that wild. Charlie, go to Franco Vonga. You a Franco Vonga? You can't even walk around without your card. Yeah, that's true. Where are you going? Where are you from? Where are you? Before you talk, they've slapped you three times. <laughs> you live in you live in Franco from Africa before. It's a serious situation, and it's not as if they're even doing a proper economic development or they're even protecting anything. No. It's just the some of those countries, the paranoia of their leaders. So no, the whole country Sky is has on edge. In Lume. So Sky, you can't walk through Lume. Oh, you can walk through Lume, but you see the, the kind of freedom you have here in Accra. You don't have it in Lume. You, no. What what is the freedom? So there are even the things you are saying here. No, 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 that's different. <laughs> not everybody <laughs> makes a living off radio. Yes. We are talking about general lifestyle because you can't see any. I, I, I'll tell it. I'll tell you. When I went to China, hold on. When I went to China, I went to China with certain biases. Okay. Okay. Now. Western induced. Western induced. Heavily Western induced. Okay. <laughs> and the first six months, I did not open my eyes. I was still doing my thing. Charlie, I lived in a McDonald's basically. Mm-hmm. In my first Buying six months, buy my food. I'm very cautious. I'm not talking to people. I'm like left, right, center. Then. I got a bit more mature, mm-hmm. you know, after, you know, just deciding. Look, you, you you tend to forget that you live in a country where you cannot say your mind. I love discussing politics. Hmm. But for the period I was there... You start talking, people just look at you and keep quiet. Like, I, I realized that this is not who they are. So, when I'm speaking, I'm talking democracy or something with my Chinese colleagues, I know how to talk about it. Initially, you didn't know. They'll just keep quiet and look at you. Uh-huh. You know, because you also don't want to endanger the person. Uh-huh. You understand? So you have certain conversations. You, 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 but by the time I was done, I was. I came back. You learned to adapt. Yes, That's I was. I, I could live there happily and not mind. Ghana is one of the freest countries in the world. It's a very stressful country, better. Yeah, you know that. But <laughs> you see, you are confusing stress and freedom. Maybe that's why we are arguing. There's a difference between. But being, freedom means that no, you are being stressed. Not stressed. No, you are stressed because of the work you do, and the repetitiveness of the bad governance. Mm. but that's not the, the economic but that's condition. not that's not the same as suppression you see you, you must separate you must separate frustration from suppression you understand okay. you are free to be frustrated by the the, the system not working uh-huh. but i'm saying that you are living in a country in africa not only are you frustrated you're also suppressed you can't even vent okay you that's can't you, so you can't even vent too mm-hmm. and and i'm saying that those environments stifle and choke people and they mm. get to even live with it. Okay. So we are very, very blessed, you get me, to have a system where we can vent. You are fairly free to vent. You are fairly free to walk and say, Charlie, <laughs> you, you, you get to let go. Somebody takes off his chest, he's eating your okay, guys, starts out Charlie, you just think of Ghana. Charlie, just shout. So my brother. I'm saying that Ghana, we have, we have it going but for us. But, but I can also link it to a certain lack of discipline. I agree with you. Where in, in we, don't example, have, we don't have discipline in Ghana. So it's a different angle. So you are right in saying that. I have a friend who lives in Cote d'Ivoire who says that we Ghanaians very, misbehave. We like misbehave a lot. He says like when you're in Ivory Coast, there's a bit more order. All right? The way they even organize their transport. Mm-hmm. The government is stronger. So their tow boots are more mm-hmm, effective. Yeah. They are roads. Tanzania and places. Tram is here. Ro- Ghana, go to circle. <laughs> like to CBD. Yeah, yeah like yeah, Ghana. Yeah. Uh, so I'm saying, they say, go, go for it. Go to Kuma. So I'm saying, when you complain about lack of development, <laughs> balance that with also the Ghanaians. It's like, yeah, So Ghanaians, ah, somebody can decide to go and send them. Look at Akramo. They've created a market there. Why is it allowed? In the middle of a, de- a, 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 a mall. It's part of who we are. 
So in the same way that you see, in in, in, another, in another country, it is stressing. In another country, they will come at night, burn the people's things, beat everybody. You even try. And then you even I, try. I, a, I was telling you this. Eh? I was talking to. I was on air last month, discussing. Uh, some the police did something at Shaiman, mm-hmm. and my Nigerian friend said, ah, "But you Ghana, you are strong." Really he said, "In Nigeria, this will never make the news." This <laughs> <laughs> is what you said. Ah, police have been, as they said, soldier really? has been beat, killed, and then they will go to Ashaiman to go and cause confusion. Ah, he said, "In the place I come from, in Nigeria, this is not even a news item. Think about it; it's not even a news item. It's like <laughs> let's move on with our lives." Meanwhile, here we are. There's even a report commissioned by an independent group on Ashaiman, mm-hmm. and we'll take it back on air. And I'm saying that you should value those things, oh, my brother, because there are some places that you can't even talk about. Master, you can't even mention. You, you can't even it, think and, about and you see, when that happens, it, it, it dehumanizes you because as a human being, when you hear a bad story, you should be able to discuss it. If you get to a point where it is no ad- atrocity doesn't affect your mind, and you can still go on there and discuss normal issues, that soldiers have gone to a town to go and beat people, and it's not even in the news radar, it, it means that you have been damaged. So I'm saying that sometimes our lack of discipline we should temper that with a lack of development because we all agree that Ghanaians, we are compared to some of our African neighbors, we know our right too much, which leads to some of the discipline you see in the middle of and, gross, and this is part of our underdevelopment. underdevelopment. It's part of because people want to do what they want to do, and if you want to bring them to order, there are different groups that will say, Oh, no, this is not the way to do it. Then, hey, allow. So, we have to admit that that's who we are. Okay. If somebody comes, look at why do you think people didn't like Rawlings when he was in power? People don't want to be suppressed. Ghanaians don't want to do curfew. Mm. It's not we are not Francophone country. They want to, they want to be free. So mm. it's like I call them, call them for what? Six o'clock, go and sleep. Why should you go and sleep at six o'clock? Night life dies. What's chill? You get me? If that's what you want, you can get it. But that's not necessarily the same qua to development. So I'm saying that if you judge yourself as a citizen, you will not be judged. Let's be more organized so that we will not have a, a, a military adventurist come and sell this lie to us that because we are in discipline he'll come and take over power and come and discipline us give us discipline Do you understand? that's the problem we create for ourselves because we we become so disorganized and dysfunctional that some misguided soldiers come and think that because in the barracks they are disciplined they can translate that into governance do you understand what i'm saying but the indiscipline is hurting us because uh, for instance the why should we have a market house we have built a mall and we are charging people premium massively and we've allowed people to sell world. but you know why it's because it's there. because the economic development model is also flawed and i'm not defending selling on the streets mm-hmm. but a development model that thinks that bringing south africans to come and sell expensive clothes in the middle middle to middle class people mm-hmm. somehow translates to development when 80 percent of the citizens are retail traders mm-hmm. when you allow foreigners to bring goods in and sell in the same markets that your Ghanaians trading and they price them out you don't expect the Ghanaians to destiny and do nothing so i'm saying that no so what i'm saying is that it's a complex issue the complexity is that Mm -hmm. because your your development model has not taken cognizance of the needs of the people Mm -hmm. you are restrained in how you can push it because it's not working so i'm not saying people should stay in the streets Mm -hmm. but if you go and bring in investors to come and open pep stores or whatever stores they want to open and that takes people out of business Mm -hmm. and they are sellers and they can't get access go to india they didn't allow certain retail chains to come into their country because for them their retail space is exclusive to them you go and read some book you think that once you bring somebody to kind of open a big shop and he has money and he pays taxes that's development all right now if the woman who paid your father's school fees doesn't have a place to sell she'll go and sell at a crime so what you do is that you recognize the place of the middle class seller but you also create a space for this person to sell temporarily charge them a fee and then let them clean the place after but because the government is lazy they also come imagine you're in uk 
when they days when people come and sell onions and things in the streets yeah, where you yeah, are yeah, yeah. did they convert into a market it's because the people man running the city they are thinking and they are working here we wait and the people come and sell three three four weeks then we say oh we can't move them because the media just so then this is not just the citizens leaders are also lazy because there's a way you can go around it but i'm saying that if your economic model doesn't take into consideration the lives of the people we are a country of sellers so there's no you should be opening your retail market to people to come and sell anything at any price and expect people to sit down and just be waiting and die they won't now if that is what you call indiscipline it's indiscipline occasioned by a flawed economic model so we have to think about it so that's why there are no simple answers to issues like oh they are indiscipline how come the soldiers couldn't develop us ronis was in power for 10 years before he became a democrat what did he do so it's not like it's one size fits all because they put in discipline just go and beat everybody if beating people could change things they will not be where we are today even now go people I, you, you you see it i saw a soldier come out of his car urinating somewhere go and check <laughs> a whole soldier urinating on there something in ghana and you are telling me that so we have all become like that and that, that's the other thing when when the good when the good the good people don't influence the bad people in fact it's easier for bad people to influence good people than vice versa so if you're having a disciplined person in ghana because of the i don't carryism in the society even the soldiers, the soldiers become indisciplined because everything becomes i mean you are driving in traffic traffic is on re- green red people are sitting in some police car they just run through the red light people are sitting in an immigration vehicle and they are driving through town in traffic they are going to some funeral there's no agency but because they are with seps or immigration they just put on their hazard and they just drive through the street how are you going to solve us how can a country develop when the people who are supposed to be disciplined they themselves become indisciplined and then they turn around and blame citizens and say we are the ones who are indisciplined the voice is not there how many times have you not been in traffic and seen people going to funeral you are going to win a bus of people from ghana immigration service or ghana prison the funeral is not an emergency they put on their hazard ping 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 they pass everybody and go instead of stopping to check the traffic the police do it all of us so i'm saying that see it's hypocritical to try and blame citizens and say they are indisciplined you are yourself are indisciplined because you are overseeing indiscipline in all the institutions that are supposed to guard the space and then when it suits you tell and say Ghanaians are indisciplined therefore the, the development is not coming why why do Ghanaians conform when they go to other countries ask him when you Ghanaians are some of the most disciplined but when they are in other countries yeah because they know that nobody will intervene for them there it means that the people who are doing intervening are the problem not the citizens but they are also citizens you don't get it if a Ghanaian can conform in the u.s mm-hmm. he's in washington mm-hmm. he'll go and sell on the street it means that he's not it's not his it's, it's not an incurable indiscipline mm-hmm. it is indiscipline that has been endorsed by bad leadership so when you want to deal with it you don't start with the, you start with the leadership the, in fact you, the evidence you just presented to me tells me that the reason our society is corrupt is that people who go and try and influence authority and the authority themselves who don't implement the law that's why the society is not going it's not the citizens because the same citizen in the u.s is doing better he's in iceland you think you can start pounding people on the sixth floor of his iceland building <laughs> will he do it because there are consequences but here he will do it there's no consequence and then the people who don't implement the consequence come and say it's his fault it's like your children wake up in the morning and start throwing food all over the hall and then you go and come and tell me that my children are spoiling the house you are the it's your fault because you are the authority in the house so you don't tell around and say my children are in this is me that's why my house is dysfunctional you are dysfunctional as a leader it's not your children you get my point so this idea that Ghanaian citizens are in discipline and therefore you can't develop and compare us to other african countries and all of that we've created a model that is putting too much pressure on Ghanaians. Ghanaians are struggling to survive 
You won't create proper markets for them. They turn around and say that they, they, they and this me are selling everywhere. Where is the market you built? But markets have been built, Bernard. For where? Oh, yeah, didn't we do the Odona market? When it, okay, have you done a census of the Ghanaian traders and number of market spaces available? Oh, yeah, so that's that's an issue. Do you know how many people Odona market can take? There's how many people sell in Ghana? That's an issue. So when you go through the data on Ghanaians who are into buying and selling, mm-hmm. every assembly should build at least three markets, minimum. Mm-hmm. That may not even be enough. If you're actually looking at number of Ghanaians, why is everybody's front store being turned into a shop? Why is everybody's house? Yeah, and that's another indiscipline. It's not indiscipline. What is it? Uh, you see, you, you still don't get me. I'm not I'm not saying uh, if I have a house mm-hmm. and I decide to convert the front of my house into a it's shop, a residential wh- why is that indiscipline? It's a residential So area. residential cannot sell. So the local authority would have to intervene there because the house is meant for you to live in, yeah. not to do business <clears> in it. So that you now come and set up a bar and disturbing everybody. You now come and set up a welding shop disturbing everybody. You now come and step, uh, set up a fufu chop bar. Yeah. You know, pounding fufu, you know, in the middle of the night, disturbing... But you are giving an extreme example. If I live in Adenta <laughs> and um, I have a house which is big <laughs> and I decide to convert the front of my house to a shop to sell provisions, that's no indiscipline. To, to the extent that the assembly gives me a permit to sell there. Number two, the assembly has not provided proper market. So if somebody wants to sell, what the assembly can do is to regulate and streamline the way the selling is done. So I cannot convert the front of my house into a chop bar and be playing music. I agree with you. But I can sell provisions. The, because that, that, there should be limitation on it. You can't just do that. No, but the person limit. who is trying to say I can't do that, what has he done? Is this the problem? with You can't say that. Okay, what is the basis of saying that I can't convert the front of my house into a shop? Because the law doesn't allow law? The law requires you to go to the nearest market to No, the law requires that I have a permit to operate a business. The law doesn't say I can't sell in front of my house. Yeah. The law requires that if I'm going to convert the front of my house into a shop, mm-hmm. I must notify the appropriate authority so that they designate it as such mm-hmm. and I become a tax paying entity. Mm-hmm. The law doesn't say I can't sell in front of my house. But I can't just get up in the morning and convert the house front of my house into a and a commercial edifice and that is exactly what is happening that's what i'm telling no, you we have to meet yourself each other halfway uh-huh. i am saying that uh-huh. the assembly's job is to create a space for me to sell yes i own the house yes there are there are common areas that the assembly regulates uh-huh. if i say i want to sell ice water because this is what i can do to survive mm-hmm. i don't have i cannot afford a place in a dental market where a dental market is full mm-hmm. there are two possibilities a dental assembly can say we are going to create a market for you three times a week come and sell us water there yeah, otherwise i'll convert the front of my house into a market and come for a permit to sell the water there and that's not wrong which is what the assembly should not do unless they vary the why should uh, they not do the, it the reason or the purpose for which a particular area is why should the assembly not do the it the reason is that for instance national infrastructure yeah there are places that are designated to have a certain light traffic mm-hmm. in the area yeah the moment you go and set up ice water selling or whatever there, yeah. what it means is you need vortic vehicles yeah or belacqua vehicles huge trucks using a road that ordinarily is reserved for cars mm. right yeah for light cars in the process you are damaging that national infrastructure mm-hmm. so there's a reason we why a lot you of that exactly we do a lot of that here yeah but the, are you so are you telling me that the assembly should not permit me to sell in front of my house because ideally yes no the, he can permit me within certain limitations because so they can say that the kind of things you sell there mm-hmm. ah, if i sell provisions mm-hmm. or what if i go to tema to bring the provisions and come and sell you see regulation is not this is a problem you regulate by you make one thing and you think that that's the end of it mm-hmm. you are trying to solve a problem you are saying that infrastructure should be used mm-hmm. so i have a shop in front of my house mm-hmm. i'm selling provisions you can say that to a certain limit you can how many how many houses did you go to in the uk you saw shops in front of them 
I, unless I it is a high-rise apartment yeah, but, but that's the point but uk is a different shop. context they're in a different time of of development i am saying that i have 80 percent of my citizens who are traders mm. so i don't make laws to, rip, to to mimic uk because uk they have a system they colonize people they have a lot of reserves their government can print <laughs> any money they want that's uk Yes, and so we cannot go and say because in UK they don't do that. But the Ghanaian citizens have to survive. But so what you do is that you 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 you, you do laws. That, I'm trying to explain what you're saying. Uh-huh. You do laws that are cognizant of the fact that there's town planning. Uh-huh. So I cannot come and put a cement selling shop in front of my house Which because a cement truck will destroy the road. But if happen. so, that's what I'm saying, if you are regulating properly, as somebody can say, okay, you can do a shop in front of your house under certain conditions. Mm that you are not going to bring heavy duty trucks to come and deliver your goods in the house even that will not be obeyed do you understand me but that's the problem if it's not obeyed what's the assembly doing how would the assembly do the time that the cars come to it's, deliver the things that's the point that's uh, when you go and stand in a shop in front of the uk <laughs> and you park your car for three minutes how does somebody come and give you a ticket because somebody is monitored that's my point so the assembly's job is not to simply say this is legal or illegal mm. the assembly's point is to implement what they permit police who well, if you say sky can sell provision in front of his house mm-hmm. under certain conditions you must have a system of enforcing it mm-hmm. but people just want revenue they don't want to do the work if the guy comes every week to check whether you are doing the right thing or not you can still sell in front of your house and to be done properly so we cannot superimpose somebody's model into our model we have to look at what the citizens and i'm saying that because we are a country of traders mm-hmm. the assembly should be minded that the objective is that people should have the freedom to sell but within certain limits that because is, we cannot also allow people to do anything they want that is why i'm suffering because i was telling you that and where i live now the central dasuma it's a brothel <laughs> where i live yeah there's a brothel like 50 yards down the road 50 mm-hmm. meters down my my junction there are two brothels in fact competing mm-hmm. now and what else is there ah, they, are they two, have they have people patronizing the place fully it's loaded then uh when i get to my junction i take a right on the left there's a drinking roadside drinking bar just last week com- competition has opened across that roadside drinking bar so now there are two roadside drinking bars facing each other it on me- that stretch it means, of the road it means the assembly headed by george bray is not working that's no other way to look at it see what sky is saying is that there must be regulation and i don't disagree with him but i'm saying that that regulation is not static mm. so george bray cannot just come and say no shop open there's a way in which, for example, he did something in Christmas. Yes. He did a fair in Dansoman and allowed people to come and sell. I'll do it again. And I'm saying that mm. if you don't have active local governance, which is cognizant of the fact that somebody needs to set up a chop bar, a restaurant or whatever, mm. but must be done within a certain limit that can be policed. Do you get my point? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a dynamic situation. But I am not for saying... In the UK, nobody sells in front of your house, so nobody can sell in front of your house in Ghana. That will not work because Ghanaians sell. What you do is say, if Ghanaians sell, how can we make sure they sell in a sensible way that doesn't inconvenience everybody else? You understand? That's the dealer's job. And I'm saying that that's what why George Bray is there. That's why he and the people who are good citizens, that's why they are, they are paid to think and come up with a solution that will solve that problem of people can still sell, but Godfrey can still sleep. And to the extent that he's not working, it's not because the people are indisciplined. They people want to survive. It's the leader who has shan. That's what I'm saying. So it's not like the leader doesn't I, know. I, 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 it's not like the people. The people don't, don't don't citizens also have a responsibility to ensure that what generally is not the law, you what what the law is. You don't you. How many citizens even know the law? Oh, Bernard, I I don't think that citizens don't know what the right thing is. They do know. People just are foolhardy. They want to do it just because they know that they will get away. Because with Because the it. leaders also break their law and they know. You see, this is the point. If you, I always tell you, if you set up a law. Mm. And you break the law yourself what are you telling citizens 
I am saying that the people are supposed to implement the law. They themselves don't they don't they don't obey the law. They think the law is for you and not for them. The best way to make citizens law abiding is to law abiding yourself as a leader. And I'm saying that the assembly, by the way, it conducts itself. It's already in discipline. So how can an indiscipline assembly enforce discipline in, in an area? Then it's a jungle. Then. Do you get me? That's the street way. So you cannot. And I'm saying that this is citizen of yours. When he goes to another country, you do the same thing. Because stress. Because the assembly there is working. <laughs> he's not appointed because he's part of the tripod. He's appointed because he can do the work. But here you choose the person because he's in your party. And because he's in your party, any big party financier wants to do something, he can't stop it. So when money rules your politics, you have bad leaders at the local level and they can't implement the law. And it's not because citizens are indisciplined. It's because your leaders are not doing the right thing. It's a rich example. Oh, citizens, they, nah, citizens are indisciplined. There are Ghana shops in London that, conf, that, that, conf, that uh, conform. conform to all the phytosanitary rules. There are Ghana shops in London that sell fufu, but when you go, you won't see them pounding it on the floor like the way they found it here. So the Ghanaian can do the right thing. It's the leader who is not doing the work. Turning on to blame them. Why is it that when they are campaigning, don't tell us that the citizens are the problem? Why is it that when they are doing elections, like, why, why is that they say, why is NDC telling you that NPP Nasa? So how can when they win party, can't tell that it's the citizens? Why don't they ever say in their campaign that in this campaign, Ghanaians are the problem? So vote for me and I'll, I'll deal with Ghanaians. Yes, indiscipline doesn't make that. Why, why is it that when they are campaigning, they can't tell that it's NPP who has caused the problem? So when they are campaigning, they understand there's a leadership problem. Then when they win, they say it's a leadership problem. I won't buy that excuse. No. You just understand my point. If they, if they truly be, believe that the problem, mm-hmm. they should tell us during campaign that you are the problem and I'm coming to fix you. But nobody will vote for that if you insult yeah, that's they're, 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 then, then it means that, that their theory is not true. If I am the problem, why don't you tell me I'm the problem? <laughs> let me let me calm, let me calm you down. You see why I am stressed? You see why I am stressed? You see how you are stressed? This 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 is this is my passion. This is not stress. This passion is stressful. No, I'm happy. I'm very cool. But you know, there's anything that doesn't make you lose your head. You love. So so during the tech and social media trends, we brought a story to the attention of Ghanaians. Something having to do with Professor Dominic Fobi, yeah, the former Minister for Environment, uh, he got story. married. No, uh, no, no, no. The, no. the, the marriage is the, 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 yes, so. So a lot of discussion has been happening on social media about the age gap between him, <laughs> said to be eighty years, and then the woman, twenty-seven years. Well, our producer was able to reach him, uh, spoke with him about the ceremony that took place. Yeah. He actually confirmed. Yeah. That indeed a marriage took place, okay, and it was one taken quote and unquote out of strong will and love, okay, strong will and love, okay, and that the lady is not 27 years as reported, she's actually 31 years, um, and okay. also she's a nurse, a nurse, a practicing nurse, a nurse somebody who is taking care Fred, of Fred. Thank you for this information. Oh, Fred, and, and, you are good, life. and then so she's uh, 31, yeah, that's right. And then she, he's also dismissed reports that uh, this is his ninth marriage so why can people so give us the figure like he says that this is not but which figure are you looking for there's no figure <laughs> no, maybe some people what, what figure? <laughs> you make it more complete so that <laughs> you know it's the first second you know just, just just so there are two corrections the woman is 31 and she's a nurse yeah but he's 80 yeah that, he, he didn't comment he didn't confirm his age, his age is public it's is a public matter so he will be 80 and then and also so Fred, you spoke to him yourself yeah. But Fred, why did you guys talk to him? But why didn't you give him to me to interview? He doesn't want to go on air on his mind. No, but thank you for doing that. Thank you for the question because in the public domain, it's yeah. being distorted. Mm-hmm. That she's... So, so she's 31. The age has been underreported by four years. Four years. Yeah. So, so she, she's And then she's a nurse. A nurse, you know. So she can, he, she can even take good care of him. You know. <laughs> 
then, uh, Why are you adding that part? I don't know. She's a she's a nurse. I mean, that's a very Fine, critical. Okay. <laughs> 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 Let's keep playing music. The sky is a man. Anyway, you can read some comments. So, Sky just woke me up this morning, claiming that I'm stressed. I'm not stressed. Yeah, I'm not telling you you're stressed. 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 Oh, you're stressed. No, no, I'm telling you that. The way, the way, no, 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 this will never, no. this will never happen uh, in Nairobi. Listen, no, no, what I'm saying is that the way, the way, the way we are framing the Ghanaian <laughs> as some indisciplined guy for which reason development is, is a lie. It's bad leadership, it's not any discipline. It's okay. bad leadership. No, don't blame it. The anything. leaders are the problem, not the people. If when you have when you have but when, the leaders emerge out of the people. That doesn't matter. No, but but better just make a fair point. That because doesn't remember, matter. I, you know where I live. It's a cop out. I'll tell you something. Where I left, right? And I think I've said I've I've told you the story before. So I was trying to fix DSTV mm-hmm. right, in my living room. And you where the brothel or somewhere. No, 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 not here. Okay. In Nairobi. Okay. And my the bedroom that I was trying to use mm-hmm. for that is closer to the front of the apartment building. building. So it will be shorter for me. So like me, I'm thinking about my cost of cable yeah. and all those things. I don't have to buy too much cable. Mm-hmm. So I bought cable that I felt would be good enough. So the guy comes and he's like, he can't fix this thing there. I was like, ah, the room is here. The TV is here. Everything is set. Yeah. You can't see that. You just put the thing here. Yeah. He said, no, come out. And this is the installer. Mm-hmm. Random installer of code. Mm-hmm. Because it says, look at the frontage of the entire apartment. Have you seen, have you seen any DSTV thing here? <laughs> I said, no, but the thing in my room is here. Put that thing there. Very good example. He said, no. Follow me to the back of there. Thank you. Please. So he went to the back. And you'd see that all oh, the people the have their DSTV dish at the back. At the back. So he says, look, boss, the only way I'm fixing this for you, is let me buy the cable. Other than that, there's no way we are fixing this thing. Yeah, and so, this is a regular story. So, so when I talk about le- so, so, Skyway, so when I talk about leadership, mm-hmm. you you think I'm talking about the president? This DSTV installer mm-hmm. is leader, yes, because he's an in that situation he's leading this guy, and he's telling him that based on my professionalism, I cannot install this thing at the front. Yes, because there's a consequence if I do it at the front, somebody above will also punish me. Uh-huh. Here in Ghana. So you see the point. It's not that Goff- so Goffrey's desire to install in the front is the same as Dansoman as it is in Nairobi. Mm-hmm. The only difference is that in Nairobi, the installer will not do it because it's properly trained. And now if he does it, he probably loses his license mm-hmm. because it's a better system. Now, is this because of discipline in Ghana or bad leadership? Think about it. I won't, I won't ask, answer now. Messages. Let me give you messages. Hey, people say, I've not made any Ghanaian, anti-Ghanaian comments today. Please, I beg you. Let me read messages for you. So just yesterday, an officer in uniform was in a trotter that I boarded en route to Akosombo. When we got to the Akosombo township barrier, the trotter driver stopped right beside the barrier. And when I complained that there was a bus stop, which is the hospital, just about 20 meters, and the driver was risking our lives, a person just sitting said to my disdain that the officer who was doing the wrong thing knew the law, as in he's the custodian of the law. Timidity. And hmm, I even like the right words. Joe and Akusumo very disappointed. Bernard, explain why churches built in residential areas are allowed to disturb the peace of citizens. How do you explain that indiscipline? The laws and consequences don't work. There's a church next door to me. I've been trying. So you have a daughter. You have a church. I'm so free. What are you? Bernard, I'm so free. Move from the area. Bernard, I can't move. You have the devil. So no, he's the problem. <laughs> you have the problem. You have the, no, he's the problem. Bernard, I'm so free. The devil people. No, no, no. no. Then you How can you alone have a chop bar? A brothel, a church, and a brothel station in front of you your house. God's word. Tell it wasn't designed like that to those no, no. who have lost their. He is the problem. Tell it. <laughs> I, I, I actually <laughs> pray for Aduma so that this people shut up. <laughs> More comments. <laughs> you are the, you are the problem. Uh, this one says, Bernard, you are right. Tell Abashir, 
I don't know where that is. Can you, if somebody can Google it. Talabashir is a typical example of creating an enabling environment for selling in the neighborhood at an allocated time and area. The entire road stretch is turned to a market over the weekend for the neighbors. Simple. And closed in the evening as if nothing has happened. Simple. Pleased and managed well to save people from going far in the market. And this is just for locals to earn some revenue. The point is that people here in Ghana, if you were to do that, they will start throwing domi and things on the floor. No, so you pay, you, you charge them and then you pay someone to clean it after. Yeah, no, so, okay. uh, you see, this guy, I'm saying that there's no problem that you cannot solve with good leadership. More messages. There's no problem you can't solve with good leadership. Good morning, guys. Please, Even from Africa. God didn't, my, couldn't manage, uh, what do you call it, devil. You have to send him down to, to us to manage him for him. <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish. He says, <laughs> please, from Afariwa, Michelle Camp, Kakasunanka to Betile and all the way to Mateko to Afienya. Can you imagine there's no market around? Think about that. Okay. Afariwa 22, Michelle Camp, Kakasunanka and Betile. They don't have a market. They don't have a market area. So they all have to go to Ashaima. Oh no, it doesn't make sense. See? Meanwhile, they have an assembly and they, they sell land, they collect two. So, when somebody converts the front of his house to a shop, they say the person is disciplined. What about the assembly? This is embarrassing. And then, so they should deal with that. Local government minister, Dambotri, please do something about the situation in the Afarewa, Michel Camp, Kakasuna, and Kagbechile, Okay, I lost agree with you. A typical example is that on the Legon campus, for a very long time, junior common rooms operate but always close by 9 p.m. That's uh, the place where they sell uh, drinks. Mm -hmm. Okay. Bernard, you are 100% right. The problem with Ghana and Africa is leadership. Political leaders have control of all laws and resources, yet always should blame to citizens. If citizens are the problem, they should deal with us. In any case, there are more ordinary citizens in prisons than political leaders. Our leaders break laws more than armed robbers. Eli from Amrai are very unhappy this morning. So. He says, apart from citizens and leaders not abiding by the law, we are filled with planning. There are no markets and recreational spaces in our community. And I'm coming to recreational spaces mm -hmm. in our communities because of poor community planning. So citizens have established their own shops in their own homes. Mm -hmm. Good morning, better than team. Just look at how container kiosks are springing up on our pavements ah, in Accra. Right. What are the authorities doing? This is from Samuel Odamite. Uh, good morning, Bernard. I fully support your argument. There is so much direction on the part of leaders and they turn around to blame citizens. Mm -hmm. I refuse to be convinced by Senior Gophers' anti-Ghanian comments and the propagation of the dangers of traveling abroad. Let's no man compromise the peace and stability in Ghana. We can't find Ghana anywhere in the world. It is ridiculously and uniquely blessed and God knows this from Yakubu Nyami Ibn Chambas. Accra. <laughs> yeah, we hear you. We hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you a, 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 a and come back and do that. City Breakfast Show 97.3 City FM. Thanks for listening. Still taking comments also on Ghanaians in strange places. Some very interesting ones have come up. We'll be right back. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3.
21 minutes past nine, and, and I'm, I'm not uh, ignoring the visa uh, concerns because a number of people have raised questions, but the reason I'm sort of restraining myself is I need to get the officials to respond. I've received a lot of comments about the U.S. and Canada in particular, and a couple of European countries. Well, the host of Diplomatic License is here, so maybe she can help me to get the, 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 the appropriate diplomatic response. By the way, when is your next season of Diplomatic License coming up? Uh, it's coming up shortly, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we've actually been meeting with the diplomatic envoys. You know, most of them, they leave office after four years. So they so change. The, exactly. There are a lot four of new years. ones. Yeah. I'm waiting for so. that. It's one of my favorite programs, actually. So waiting for that. But you're here just not, not because of that. You have an announcement to make. <laughs> I do. Okay, what's the announcement? So, for the past few weeks, we've mm-hmm. been talking about the Portrait of Mama promotion. Yes. We ask people to send in not more than 100 words, mm-hmm. just their account of the most significant thing that mm-hmm. Mama has done and mm-hmm. that has influenced their lives. Mm-hmm. And they did that in, in droves, actually. Okay. But now we have our top 10. Do we? We do. Oh, and top, we'll be, 10. top 10. And we'll be announcing that this afternoon on the Traffic Avenue at 4.30 p.m. I thought you were coming PM. to announce them here. No, sorry. We're doing it on the Traffic Avenue with DJ Mingo and Lotus. No way. <laughs> at no 4.30 way. p.m. So the top actually 10... we actually calling them live. The top 10 entrants... Yes. ...who, in a hundred words or less, mm. describe their mother's impact on their lives. That's right. But we're looking for three. We're looking for three. So what are you going to so do? So when we call them, we'll call them live on the Traffic Avenue today. Mm-hmm. And we call the top 10 will interact with them. We'll also let the audience just, you know, get a sense of the stories and give us their opinions. It's no official voting, but we want to involve our audience, our mm-hmm. listeners, because they've been listening to all the, the, the entries that we've been reading. They've mm-hmm. been following this. And then after that, we'll go back to the strong room. And select the top three, and Wonderful. we'll make that announcement tomorrow yeah. here, here yeah. on the City Breakfast Show. All right. You took the voting process away from us. Oh, why? This guy, why? What? The declaration of the result. <laughs> <laughs> so the entrance, the top ten will be known yeah. today. Today, 4:30 on the Traffic Avenue. That's right. Then we'll whittle down the ten mm-hmm. to three on the City Breakfast Show, That's nice. and then we'll choose the top three tomorrow morning. Yes. We we'll, we'll like it. Yes. 
Well, but what about so that's the promotion? That's the promotion. So don't forget that these top three mm-hmm. they secure a spot for their mothers and themselves mm-hmm. at the portrait of Mama Mother's Day dinner, which is on Sunday. You spoke about it earlier, the fourteenth mm-hmm. of May, mm-hmm. four PM at the City Gardens in Tessano. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we also have a weekend stay mm. for them at and we'll announce where the resort is when we announce the winners. What is yeah. this what is this staycation? A staycation. So a staycation is you know, so for example, you live in Accra, yeah. right? So if you decide to choose any of the hotels or resorts in Accra and go and spend a weekend there or some days there, oh. that's a staycation. So you're staying within your metropolis or where you live. So that's a staycation. Very accessible. That's a staycation. Charlie. Yeah. Sky, we have not we, we, yeah. we, we haven't we have, we have lived life. Oh. Charlie. How have you not done a staycation before? I see. Mm-hmm. So the f- Mother's Day dinner is at four PM. That's right. So this is the after church. After church. So do you advise that we eat and ca- I don't know how to manage my it's eating. A, no, it's a dinner and it's a full So we should eat lunch spread. and take our time. Uh, t- no, Bernard, it's a full spread. From four so to if when? you know that you're the type of person who eats lunch mm-hmm. at two and then you can't eat anything again don't until eat. night, don't eat. But if you can eat and eat a Maybe lot. Maybe eat some plantain chips or, or some adunle or something. But if you um, can, so it's four to when? Seven? To about eight, actually. So it's a whole dinner. It's a whole dinner. Hey. Full-blown dinner. And like we've been saying, it's <laughs> Ghanaian dishes. Right. Look, yesterday we were going through the menu. Afro Francais mm. and things ah, Afro Francais, Baku, all sorts of interesting things are on yeah, that menu. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yes, guys. So, so this is going to be at the City Garden. That's right. For those of you who don't know City Gardens, it's one of Accra's best-kept secrets. It is. It it's really at, is. It's uh, at number... Number five. Ola Hansen Link. Yeah. Inside the Tesano. Yeah. That's right. We call it OH. OH. Yeah. So please. Next to the uh, next was it? Yeah, so the Crystal Palm Hotel. Yes. Or if you're familiar with those who know Tesano of old, the Tesano Sports Club, we're not yeah. far from there. Yeah. So once you're getting to the Tesano Sports Club junction, yeah. you start looking out for yeah. Ola Hansen. How much is the yes. ticket? 350. How many people oh. can we bring? Oh, as many as you can. But you see, the thing is, we're fast running out of space. Is it? But you know how the, the last, last minute. minute people knew. Yesterday alone. You know, people make decisions about Mother's Day very late. It's, it's true. Like, hey, what are we doing for her? No, Charlie, but today's but Thursday, I also Friday, I also think it's the something. economic thing. You see, these days, you can't necessarily afford to spend money in advance. At all. You need to think in days That's and minutes Charlie. and hours. The economy has you know? restricted your thinking. <laughs> but it's 350 Ghana cities per right. head. Can you pay my momo? You can, you can. So if you call zero two zero five nine seven three nine seven three zero two zero five nine seven three nine seven three. Some people say the only way they'll come is if they know you are on the bill. Who me? To do something. Are oh, you singing? Are you doing? I if you are not, not doing, if you are, no, <laughs> if you are, they have to put you on something. You have to do some mama poem B. Some oh, mama things, you know, because she'll put on some dress and kind of say, Mama, <laughs> 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 then she'll do some poem. No, you see, the thing is, the production of it uh-huh. is so intense that no, I, no, I, 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 you, can't you are already, I'm begging, you know, you are one of the, you are, you are one of the favorites, <laughs> one of the favorites <laughs> of our mothers. A lot, a lot of our mothers That's like a pure cock on they like my for some reason, like her hair and things, like cooking. It's vicariously through me. So, what I want you to do, these guys are gender. So, Abiyoko, if you can promise me. That you do something small, something small, something small. There's something small. We have the motion. The motion is If you can do something small, Charlie. 
Oh, buy more tickets. Then, uh, you know, they'll give you a mic. You come and do. Okay. No, I even have my own mic. Oh, yes. You know, I have a golden yes. mic that I. And the Matrix mini. <laughs> a, a mini Matrix vest. <laughs> you know, put under your red cloth. You, I'll, I'll speak to the other members of the Sahindrin. Yeah. yeah. You know, no, no, so the motion is carried. It's carried. So, yeah, so we'll expect that. <laughs> hey, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. A whole race. I've the commitment to the whole people of No, Abiyoko has to be <laughs> So two key things to remember on uh, Traffic Avenue today at three at four thirty, the top ten will be shortlisted. They'll be called. So make sure your phone is on. If you sent in an entry via WhatsApp, make sure your phone is on because if we call you once or twice, you don't get through. We move to the next person. Then tomorrow morning on the City Breakfast Show, we will announce the top three. And then on Sunday the fourteenth, Mother's Day, it's called a portrait of Mama. Happening at OH City TV Gardens. Bella, you should see the pictures. You know, we've asked people to send in portrait pictures of yeah. their mothers Mother. so we can frame them and you see them when you come to the <laughs> events. The pictures people are sending, some of them are sending pictures of their mothers in their mini skirts from hey, the hey, hey. and their 60s. In their With their rambles. Some of the women chop oh, life no. before, man. No, but it's beautiful to Charlie, see. The women in the 70s, they enjoy past you. I'll tell you. Join us. <laughs> uh, let's get into a few quick announcements before we read your comments. And up your comment, by the way, unbelievable the places people live. Oh yeah, like you know, I was listening to you guys, and I was I was I was surprised at your surprise because I know Ghanaians in Antarctica. Oh come on! Uh, there's actually an association of Ghanaians oh, in Antarctica. Come on! Yes. Yes, That's and I know one. Is Antarctica habited by human beings? Well, so one of the guys I know, he's a researcher. So he went there as an anthropologist to go and do see, see if there are any links between Ghanaians and our heritage and Antarctica. So did he go by plane or by boat? He went by plane, man. To and Antarctica. He yeah. So he's, he's landed at the bottom of the earth. He's there. Enjoying yeah. life. And he's been there for more than 10 years. Are you and serious? Then, yes, and there are lots of Ghanaians and Nigerians there as well. In Antarctica? Yeah. Hey, so, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And then Suriname, lots of Ghanaians in Suriname. And I've learned recently, speaking to the High Commissioner of Suriname to Ghana, mm-hmm. I've learned that they have lots of Ga, uh, you know, like Ga, uh, so, so they Sur- have a book home there. So Surinamese are from this place? Yeah, it seems like a lot of them are. You know, so they have lots of similar words in their language to Ga words. They yeah. have a book home there. In Suriname? Yeah, in Suriname. Very interesting. So when Ghanaians wow. go there, they don't find it difficult to assimilate. Yeah. Wow. All right, I'll, I'll come back to this. But if you're looking to start a career in business analysis, build your business analysis skills, get the business analysis certification and be part and be sure to capitalize on the high demand across industries. In today's corporate world, business analysts are ever more critical to delivering the best business outcomes to the organizations. Don't wait. Enroll today and take the first step on your way to a brighter future with an IIBA business analysis certification. Call the Center for Business Analysis on 0246-809-200. That's 0246-809-200. Or visit our website, www.centerforanalytics.com. Hooray! Old Mutual in Ghana is 10 years. Join us in celebrating a decade of greatness. Here are some facts about Old Mutual. Did you know that Old Mutual is a leading financial service provider that offers innovative customer solutions across the country? And that we have a workforce of about 500 employees across Ghana playing a critical role in championing customer operations? 
In Ghana, Old Mutual is the first insurance brand to introduce WhatsApp insurance and an annuity package. We have a prompt claims payment policy and we have processed so many claims over the past 10 years. Old Mutual provides superior customer service to clients through a 16-hour call center facility, a WhatsApp chatbot and self-service portal for easy accessibility. Call Old Mutual 0501-579-204 or visit oldmutual.com.gh for more information. Old Mutual, do great things. <laughs> Standard Water is here to stay. Over 25 years in providing quality, refreshing water to quench your thirst. This refreshing water brand is available in all the regions of Ghana. We're expanding to cover the rest of the world. We have sachet, bottled and dispenser mounted jar. Call 0202-055-703 for more information. Of course, since you are here, do us the honors. Read some comments for us on the show. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, so you, you've not brought your gangui. Uh, she's not brought her what? Gangui. <laughs> I have a friend pursuing his PhD in Alaska. See, Alaska. <laughs> Alaska. PhD. Between Russia and Russia. It's not China. easy. My brother is in Alaska working as chief firefighter and um, paramedic, and this is from Alex Devere, listening from Qatar. So he himself is <laughs> in Doha. <laughs> And then this is on the visa issue. I applied to Canada last year, mm. April. My application is still in process after a year. Fred, please get the newsroom to follow up on the visa stories with the embassy. And for the past one week, I've been trying to secure an appointment to submit my documents for a business visa to France. Mm-hmm. The visit is scheduled for mid-June. The, VS- the VFS portal mm-hmm. um, indicates all slots are full and doesn't even provide the next available date for the appointment. And that's from Rock. Are you serious? It's, it's this crazy. Is serious. Good morning, guys. My husband and I applied for a Canadian visa in March 2020. We just got it last oh, week. Oh, come on. Three good years. Come on. This is like a world record. March 2020 was before the president announced COVID. Yeah. And you got a visa when? Well, that's before the president announced COVID in Ghana. But don't forget, we were already dealing with the pandemic. Yeah, but and they got a visa last week. Yes, three years. Oh, Lord. Over three years. Hello, Bernard. I have a friend who has relocated to Vietnam and is teaching English over there. Hey, that's from Kwesi in Tamil. And I, I know a lot of Ghanaians, those who, especially those who studied English or they have, you know, proper English proficiency. They travel to countries where I English is English. not a first language and they teach it there. Yeah. Hey, Vietnam. Vietnam. I even know someone who's teaching Arabic. It's a Ghanaian. So he studied Arabic. His first degree is in Arabic. Second degree is in Arabic cultural studies. And then he's teaching in France. Wow. (laughs) Perhaps the reason why our process may take long is verification of the documents of the applicants. Mm -hmm. Interbrackets background check. Mm -hmm. Usually includes bank statements, police reports, birth certificates, Mm -hmm. educational certificates, etc. And any other documents that the applicants may have submitted. Okay. But, I mean, that's true. But a lot of people are saying they submitted all these things and Mm -hmm. still haven't heard. All right. Now, this group of comments have to do with... um yeah. Outside. Yeah, but other things. Just go on. Yeah. Yeah. Good morning, City FM. Mm-hmm. Foreigners are free here in Ghana to move freely, but you can't see it in Cameroon. 
that I've lived in for some years, and that's from Tony mm. um, in Prestia. The place called Crew Town. Crew Town, yeah. In Prestia. That should tell you whose people are there. Charlie. Good, <laughs> good morning, sir. I'm you know the, crew, the crews are from Liberia. Liberia. You know, those yeah. is when I eat, my mother says, are, are you a crew person? Everything <laughs> rice, rice, fine. <laughs> my mother says, you like rice too much. Are you, are you a crew person? <laughs> <laughs> they chop rice, but... It's a crew person. It's a crew person. Good morning, sir. I'm Shadrach yeah. from Sunyai. Mm. I was surprised to see two Ghanaians working in Dr. Congo as driver and mate. <laughs> and guess the visa. It was $350. To get a visa to Dr. Congo. Yeah. And they are driver and mate. Total driver and mate. The embassy is hard to find. Yeah. Uh, do you have an embassy in Ghana? Yes. Where are they? Uh, I, I told somebody they have help. You got lost. Yeah. yeah it's Hard to find. There are a few embassies like that yeah, in Accra where they don't want you to know where. No, unless you have to go there, you never know where it is. Yeah. Hey, DRC to do trotro. Tell me, mama's level. Good morning, city team. I have a friend in Zimbabwe, an optician. He said uh, he doesn't want to come back to Ghana because Ghana is hard and expensive. Uh, Zimbabwe. With the inflation in yeah. the hundreds, but he's comfortable. But he's comfortable. He's adapted. Yeah, like so it's better for him. No, it may be inflation, but in terms of the yeah. cost, probably. Perhaps being an optician so, there is more. Uh, maybe he's paying better. Yeah. All right. Yeah, maybe paying him extra treat. You know. Well, that salary. too. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Bernard and team. My name is Celestina from Ang- Angola. 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 Yes. What is happening to you this morning? No, no Angola and Angola is very similar. Yes. <laughs> I've been living in Accra for 10 years. Yeah. I can say in terms of safety, I prefer Accra than my own city. Yeah, so this Lu- is as for Luanda, dear, we all prefer And Accra. this is Celestine and Angolan. Yeah. Accra has no peers and when the, it comes to the, safety. You see the thing is oh, really in Luanda so from in, Angola. Yes, and she says Accra, Accra is safer than her own city. The cost, but wow. the cost of living in Luanda alone is the safety issue. You can use your rent to buy a house, build a house in Accra. The, the cost of living in Luanda alone is a safety issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good morning, CBS. I have a St. Lucian friend who told me there's a Ghanaian pastor in her area. In where? St. Lucia. St. Lucia. No, but pastors too. Yeah, they move around a lot. Charlie, but St. Lucia, Ghanaian is St. Lucia. No, but... How did he get there? Well, I mean, something... He found an opportunity. You're the capital of St. Lucia? You've learned this one too. Yes. What is it? Castries. Castries. I said, I learned these things when I was like 12. I'm telling you. Crazy no, bandizo. No, but you see, we also have a lot of interesting people in Ghana. Yesterday, for example, I got my nails done. And mm-hmm. the guy was a gentleman. Like who has did a book. It. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no, there's no red in there. Ah, okay. But the gentleman is from Nigeria. He's, he said he's from he's Calabar. Mm-hmm. So I asked him what brought him to Ghana. He said, oh, he's actually a nail technician and a makeup artist in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. But he wants to become a, a, a beauty mogul did, in that, Africa. Did, 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 does he? So what happened, he said, was he saw an advertisement <laughs> for the position on Instagram. He applied, got his papers, and so he moved to Ghana for this job. I hope the government of Ghana is aware. Charlie. <laughs> you are taking the Ghana. Charlie St. Lucia, a Ghanaian pastor. St. Lucia. Wow. Hey, Bernard, you are certainly right. I can never be happy in the UK. Ghana mm. is the best place I never respected now I do, and that's from Alvin D. You should ask Zelix doing UK. If <laughs> <laughs> he comes together, we'll take him to Osu to eat kinky. First ritual, Osu kinky straight. Hot one because he's been in UK, Charlie. We Everything is hard. 
Well, there's an allegation here. Mm -hmm. There's an embassy in Ghana. doesn't mention the name. Mm -hmm. The consular who is supposed to approve visas hates his job. Mm -hmm. He piles applications for weeks without touching it. Uh, the day his staff pushed for him to do his job, he gets angry and bounces every applicant <laughs> that day. And this is Aaron in Brussels. <laughs> oh, tell you, this, no, this type of, this type of text message is a smoking <laughs> gun. You are in Brussels. Aaron. And you are choking a consular <laughs> in Accra whose name we don't mention. <laughs> Charlie, this is my cat. <laughs> good morning, Bernard. Please, mm. in Singapore, uh, please, is Singapore a good place to work in? Mm. I'm planning on moving there <laughs> to work. And well, this is someone from Takra. Don't take your Ghana things there. Mm. Mm. Because Singapore, you can't even speak. You know, so if you go to Singapore, <laughs> the way you chew chewing gum and throw it anywhere, you and you litter around, if you are going to live in Singapore, talk to girlfriend to deal. Because if in China is Singapore light. <laughs> Singapore light. <laughs> he, wants, he wants to know if he can go and live in Singapore. He right? can. I'm saying that you should let him know the kind of things he needs to prepare. He says for. it's a good place to work. It is. Uh, if he can find a job. Yeah, but he says he's in Takra, he's moving there. So oh, he's on his moving. Yeah, yeah, so he should spend one week preparing himself. He's no a, chewing gum, no spitting, no irritating uh, yourself. Yes. Now learn to live properly <laughs> and, and, and and learn to know that your money, wherever it is you are moving for, you are making a lot of money. Mm. Singapore is also quite pricey. Yeah, yes. So you you have to balance it well. It's quite yes. pricey. Iceland. Iceland is a cool place to stay. Mm -hmm. I had a course there for six months, about ten years ago. You can get Gary palm oil, fufu powder, cassava, etc. Wow. But yes, there are lots of Ghanaians in Iceland <coughs> as well. About hundred or so, they mentioned. Oh. <coughs> I, I you, see the, a, you see the value of fufu powder now. I did a talk. Well, it was virtual. When fufu, when fufu came, fufu powder came for saying that fufu powder is not good. Fufu powder is a delicacy. You are in Iceland and you want fufu, what will you do? You do fufu powder. It's better. Water. It's better than Gary Sokin Sally. You no, but Sky for the longest time in the nineties. If you're living in any part Samolina of the world, fufu powder. Aha, uh -huh, good. So before fufu powder even became a thing, Samolina, or you go and get mashed potato mix or Gary hmm? powder, and use that to make your fufu. So fufu powder is a brilliant invention. Mm -hmm. You know, it saved lots of Ghanaians abroad. Good morning. I applied for an Italian tourist visa. I received a message from the embassy that it will take 15 working days. I don't know why or how, but I must say I received feedback from them on the 14th day. Mm -hmm. The Italian embassy is really doing a good job, but sadly, I was refused with the reason that they don't think I might come back to Ghana, <laughs> although I'm qualified. It's the, it's the ultimate insult, eh? That you don't, don't think you'll come back, yeah. so don't give your visa. You need a certain strong attachment you may have in Ghana yeah. with Ghana it's because so maybe people have, no, people have gone to people have gone to spoil the place for us. Yeah, that's, that's the right. problem. People, people have, have, have spoiled the thing for us, so yeah. now they can't trust anybody. On our behalf, gone to do things, and mm -hmm. now it's affecting all this of us. This is my text message of the day. Bernard, I met a Ghanaian in South Sudan buying dried wele from South Sudan <laughs> and Uganda for sale. <laughs> In Togo and Nigeria, and that's, that's from Musa Dankwa. Wait, 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 wait. That is serious. I met a Ghanaian in South Sudan <laughs> buying dried wheat yes. from South Sudan and Uganda uh -huh. for sale in Togo and Nigeria. So he was buying the way to go and sell it. Yes, in so, Togo so, and Nigeria. so how is he going to transport it's it by air? Willy merchant. Yes, most likely. So yes, you put sir. the wheelie on a plane yes. and go and sell it in Togo and Nigeria. Yes. We'll or maybe when you bring it back, then you 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 put it back in water, bury. And usually, it yeah. So usually they'll dry it. Yeah. Wow. So like you said, it's dried. With so they have good wheat in South Sudan. Dehydrate it. They deal in a lot of uh, yeah. cattle and, and and all of that. Really? Yeah. So you yeah. They skin the cattle and <laughs> from even South now, Sudan. But even now, uh, you, last year we saw this. There's a company in Ghana that's dehydrating kuntumri. 
and mm-hmm. packaging it before people wow. would do it themselves. Wow. You send it abroad and then you add the water and bring it back to life and use it to make your ampicy or whatever it is. Mm. Yeah. City CBS, this problem is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Even in Germany here, I'm applying for my indefinite permit and I still can't find appointment dates. Everything make bazaar. And that's Derek from Berlin. So weird. Good morning, Bernard. Currently, many Ghanaians are now going to Sierra Leone for Italy, America, and Canadian visas. Only God knows why those embassies in Ghana are delaying. People have appointments up until 2024. Can you imagine? So you go to Sierra Leone to apply for these visas because presumably the visas there... Yeah, maybe they don't have that, as that much, much pressure. Backlog. Yes. But you went there. You don't want to tell me the full story about Sierra Leone. Sometimes when you are okay. in a diplomatic space... You, you can't talk much. You have to yeah. manage how yeah. you talk. About 80% of Ghanaians here in Finland come for their master's degrees, and that's Ohene Afrani from Finland. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, lots of Ghanaians playing football there. Greenland as well. Yeah. Greenland. Yeah. Good morning, Bernardino. I recently watched a video where Ghanaians in Vietnam were throwing a party. That's right. Chewing Kilewele and Chichinga. Yeah, there's a a large Ghanaian community in Vietnam and Thailand. They produce a lot of plantains. Yeah. um, Are they farming? They're just hustling. There are a lot of, you know, people just doing a lot of things. Some people even go and play football there. Yes. Michael Asian at some point was in the Vietnamese league. No, 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 he wasn't. (laughs) But Vietnam Vietnam and Thailand used to be a a good landing point for Ghanaian players some time back. Ending point or landing point? Landing point. I would say Landing point. Okay, landing so, you, point. so you go there, grow a bit, and then find your way into the bigger league. No, it's a landing point. Ah, uh, whatever okay. comes next is there. But ah, it's a, okay. Vietnam and Thailand used to be a good landing yeah, point. Yeah. They used to be good money. No, back then, money from? no, no, no. Back then, um, you could find, um, early, these days not so much, but back then, you could find a Vietnamese team, the top flight, that was paying $12,000 a month. For a top, let's let's stop laughing. They were getting rice. It's true. They were getting rice. They were getting rice, so they said make that. They could make that. No joke. They could make that. rice in addition. Yes. I hope they are not paying the so twelve thousand dollars in rice. No, 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 no. Some of the lower end teams, you go and work small on the rice farm. No, no, no. But even if they are paying it, you fly to Ghana and come and market it. No, no, wait. Nathan is saying something. That is a move. So you go to Vietnam, you play football small, work on the rice farm, they give you bags of rice. No, you see, they'll pay you. They'll pay you. They'll pay you. Like you go get some rice. This is not no, fair. No, that's true. That means that some of the teams you go and work on the rice. This is not fair. That's a rice from Think about it. Most of the Ghanaian rice is from Vietnam. Yes. So if you're an English teacher teaching and your salary is three thousand dollars, if you give you thousand dollars worth of rice as bag, you can work for one year and then you import the rice. Bernard was talking about landing spot. It's true. I mean, Godfrey will tell you when Franca Champo was in Thailand. He was big. He was big. Oh yeah, in Thailand. Because I remember landing at the. Main airport in Thailand mm-hmm. and route somewhere mm-hmm. and massive billboard with Franca Champo. Wow. Yeah. At the airport. So he was an icon. At the time, yes. Yeah. He was playing for the biggest Godfrey, club there. He made some good money there. But, but Godfrey, do you think if you go, you can market us as footballers? Market you. But you see, but that's also the thing. Those places have their own issues. 
But I, I think Ghanaians tend to thrive in places like that. Yeah. Vietnam, Thailand. The one place I don't have heard of a Ghanaian is Laos. Laos. You cannot be a Ghanaian in Laos. Most likely. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't think there's Let's anybody there. Let's see if someone there. will text us from, text from Laos. Ghanaians. No, I mean Laos, yeah. Charlie, you uh, know, of all the, of, you know, those countries, a lot of them are rising, like Thailand and Vietnam. Laos, Charlie, somewhere. They've been ravaged by words. But we watch a lot Vietnam of those. Is actually, Vietnam is actually doing very well Vietnam economically. Yes. Let's not laugh. Vietnam, no. Vietnam is, is very competitive yes. in even textiles. Yes. yes. So value they added doing huge stuff. And Thailand has really built up their tourism sector. Mm-hmm. So now yeah. it's one of the biggest destinations for people who want. I actually to, think a lot of people talk know, about vacation. Ghana imitating Asian tigers. Vietnam is a better. It's example a better example than actually, even yes. South Korea and mm. all those guys. Yeah, if you look at what Vietnam has been able to do in the past, especially 12 after years. their war. Yeah. Mm. No, even just even in the past twelve years, what Vietnam has done in the past twelve years in terms of enabling the country tech, it's become a massive tech who is, space. Who is, who is their leader? I need to check. We don't even know their president. Yeah, but the records speak for themselves. Yeah, they are doing really, really well in Vietnam. See, right let's read a few more. Good morning, Bernard. Mm-hmm. When you come to Malta, every 100 meters trekked on the streets, you hear some tree being spoken. Uh-huh. And Ghanaians are known to be hardworking and humble as well. Have you also wondered why? I was talking to somebody that Ghanaians, when they go international, they do very well. Mm. So when you say Ghanaians are lazy in Ghana, when they go abroad, they work hard. Mm. No, but, but I think good. a lot of citizens in their own country, quote-unquote, are, are lazy. When they go abroad. Yes. I mean, when, when you travel, for example, to a lot of the Western countries, a lot of the Ghanaians, Africans, yeah, Asians you meet, doing amazing things, yeah, but the, <laughs> the indigents... Are lazy. So, it's, so, so that's why the character of those who travel out, yeah. they are determined to You are comfortable in your own home. Yeah. I've never been to Equatorial Guinea, mm-hmm. but I know there's a huge Dangme community, mm-hmm. especially the coastline in that enclave. Mm-hmm. Guinea, Guinea-Bissau, Sierra Leone, Liberia, and especially Equatorial Guinea. It's like there's at least three people in that enclave in every household, and they come back yearly for their homecoming wow. festival. Oh. There are specific buses that are, he- that are headed to and from Guinea on a monthly basis. Wow. Most also go through the sea. Six out of ten kids you meet have a parent in that enclave. Really? The kids stay with their grandparents, with their grandparents and then they go and come with hey, ease. Uh, that answers the question Guinea, how there are so many Ghanaians there. Apparently, we even have established a diplomatic relation recently with, uh, Laos. with, the, with, Laos. with Laos. Yeah. And in fact, hey, Ghana, no, no. Ghana, no, no. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show, rise above the noise. Start something new, and it's breaking my 
And wherever you're listening, whether from Vintok, Namibia, or Reykjavik in Iceland, or was you are capital of Laos, by the way? No, let me check. Venten. Masa, 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 masa. Yeah, bro. So where are you listening from? Uh, Equatorial Guinea, or Cape Verde, or Greenland, or Antarctica? Thank you for hanging out with us on the City Breakfast Show today on a very, very international edition. I said I learned it. The guys, they memorize the whole thing. There are some things you do as a teenager that you never forget. Probably one of those kids who was memorizing and oh. using it for... No, no, I was helping. So my brother was doing the quiz. I was, he, I was reading the questions for him, then he would answer. It was also entering my head. So which country used to be known as Ceylon? Oh, Sri Lanka. That's the easiest question. Okay. That's more difficult question. Hey! 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 Hey!